Hey, what's up? This is Kev from the Falafel House Fantasy Football Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Enjoy the show. Please make sure everybody can see the screen. Okay, see genetic matching room. Hi, and welcome to the Avatar program. Soon, you're going to have a chance to undertake an amazing Navi rite of passage, riding on the back of a banshee by being genetically matched. A banshee? The chief don't ride on no back of no freaking banshee. Live from Animal Kingdom, Pandora, Flight of Passage. It's Fish Shang Wu, Chief of the Maokan Nation, and you're getting ready to listen to the next episode of the Magic Our Way podcast with my main man Eli, Kevin, Danny. And of course, everybody's favorite travel agent. What are you looking at, dude? I'm podcasting. Lee Lastavica. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. Unfortunately, banshees live high in rookeries and humans can't get Banshees? Good grief. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. podcast. Son, everyone, you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Boss talking about dizzy stuff. www.magicourway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And with us today, we have. Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have the You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. You know you're my week in here. Try to do what it can on a good Friday. I hope you guys are having a very fun night. I know I am. Friday, Friday. Friday, Friday. Chinese Friday. Ooh, my Thai Friday. Let me smell your Chinese. Oh, Lord. Go Have get there for 30 minutes and you got to smell it again. Smell your chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> and that voice you heard was... Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. talk. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Money, 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 money. Hey, show me the money. It is Mr. I Know More Than Your Friend. Suck it up, tough love, and ever so lovely travel agent for magical moments, vacations, mosquito-killing date night at Denny's. Bend you over the chair. It's Mr. Beijing Chloe himself, Lee DJ Wachetta. No hassle, Vika. How you doing, Lee? Man, I'm chilling like a Disney villain, and I'm killing like penicillin. How you guys doing? <laughs> wow, that's what? a serious cold. That <laughs> is important stuff. I like that. Killing like penicillin? <laughs> or is that super yeah, syphilis? Knock that, knock that right out. Cephalus? You get that from Walt Disney World? I'm sorry. Where did Lee get cephalus? Apparently when this started, I don't <laughs> Let me smell you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, hey, what you got on there? Clean that hole. That's right. And, guys, we have a very special guest here in the studio, and I apologize. I meant to put together a little thing for you, but we're just going to go with this one again. Uh, 
Please welcome back to the Fat City Studios his office of Malik and himself, Kirk Landry. How you doing, sir? This is my Dils Nufus. Wait, what? What? Exactly. Y'all didn't didn't watch news radio? Hmm. Uh, a couple episodes. Is that what the one with the uh, with uh, Phil Hartman? Yeah. 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 His character said that he was trying to speak um, all street and ebonics and stuff. Uh-huh. All right. And um, the other newscaster, Catherine Duke, she uh, told him some fake words and everything to get him in trouble. Oh. And one of them was the greeting of Gazizza Madis Nufus. But greetings, Madis Nufus. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, man. We, all right. We got I thought y'all would get it. Y'all all up with the all obscure non his references. Figured I had something. Excuse me, officer. Just, I speak jive. I, yeah. <laughs> I watched Night Court. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I watched Action Jackson last week. Action Jackson. I know black people. Apparently, discussions go wild around this place. That's right. You know, it's season five. You know, we, we got to. We take it up. And it's yeah, like Friday, and we didn't have Mai Tais before recording. So. A lot of tangents. And a bottle of wine. Yes. Tangents. Our last show no, was no, a I bunch of tangents. Look, Speaking uh, of tangents, our whole last show, half of it was tangents. Yes, thank you guys for tangents listening. Tangents and tangents. That was, that, was, that, was, that was fun. Eli's show, expect better things. Off the leash. Off the leash, that off was, the hook, off the cuff. Yeah, you off just the let chain. the boy go off the chain, out the house. Had to try it. <laughs> I thought I liked it. We threw it all out there, so we hope you enjoy that show. Today, we got something a little bit more focused. We It is March. Of course, this is the last show of March, and mm-hmm. we will be doing a March Madness Bracket! <sighs> and today's March Madness Bracket has to do with the best Disney villain, guys. So, enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Ladies, gentlemen, and weekends, we are in the hub, and today we are talking some March Madness craziness as we try to discover the best Disney villain to have ever graced our presence. Bring on the bad guys! Bring on the bad guys, yes, indeed, and we have put together a bracket show. It is a bracket show, guys. We will post this in the show notes if you want to play the home game and follow along, fill out your brackets, see how you did compared to how we did. Versus our, all our explanations and whatnot. But yeah, it's March time, guys. You know, we're gonna, we got to do this. So we're going to hit this up for our last show in March. So guys, this is Disney Villains. And um, we, I don't know, who, who wants to explain how we arrived at this particular set of Disney Villains that we have in here? Why are you pointing at me? <laughs> <laughs> explain. This is... Kirk wants you to explain. I want you to explain. It's a collaborative. You don't understand this. Effort. This isn't readily understandable. Well, I think it's really understandable. He doesn't disagree. He disagrees with what we has done. Okay. Okay. Like what we did. So what we have oh. done here is we've decided that we're going to take thirty-two villains and we're going to put them in bracket form and we're going to split them into groups of four. So each group has eight villains per group, and so the first group is going to be your traditional Disney villains. The second grouping is going to be your Pixar villains. The third grouping is going to be the Star Wars villains. And the fourth group is going to be Marvel villains. Since all these four represent the meat of the Disney media entertainment empire, we're going to put them all up against one another. And now, granted, now we're going to be leaving some of your favorites off because we had to go eight. I mean, try picking eight traditional Disney villains. Right. It's tough. We went back and forth on a few of them. Yes. Uh, So... Each grouping is going to have uh, eight villains that you can look at. We're going to narrow it down as we go, and we're going to figure out who is the ultimate Disney bad guy. Who's bad? Or girl. 
Could be a girl. Could be a girl. We're all inclusive here at the Magic Hour Podcast. So it looks like the first quadrant is the Disney villains. So this is from Disney Animated Features. Not Pixar, not Disney Pixar, but this is just pure Disney animation. All the hand-drawn guys and all the guys the from the classics and some of the one more recent ones listed as Disney animation. Yes. So the first pairing we have to judge is Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty and Jafar from Aladdin. Now, here we go. Uh, one real quick thing here. Oh, I'm sorry, Kirk. You got a question? Oh, we might be asking the same question. Go ahead. Oh, I wasn't going to ask. I was just going to say. Now, keep in mind, the idea of this isn't who would win in a fight, Maleficent or Jafar. It's out of the two. You compare them and you're like, who's the better overall villain? Who's, who's the, the worst of the worst? bad guy? The worst of the worst. Thank you. All right. My question was going to be, we're talking about Maleficent. Cartoon Maleficent, right? Not that live action crap. No, that does not. <laughs> Although, if you want to give live her action, points, live action does not exist no. in this dojo. It is, it is. <laughs> no, Sensei! It is not Disney animation. That is Disney live action. Unless you just want to add. Maybe it's action. all the way with the sequels, the Star Wars sequels. Uh, yeah, no, I was going to say, unless you want to give Maleficent extra, extra points for making Danny get upset. Because that, <laughs> that's a pretty, pretty powerful that power. That was powerful. It doesn't take much is, to do that, though. That was powerful evil right there. Had that guy go off. All you gotta do is veto one Disney song and Danny goes off. There you that go. That is well, true. that was a good song, Kirk. That was a good song. And he just keeps ripping that, that wound right Happy open, anniversary. We oh. totally forgot about that. And you then know, you gotta bring that up. And it's not because <laughs> the song deserved to lose. It was because Kirk, who we take to be a really good Disney fan, never heard the song. He voted against it, and he never even heard it. We totally would have paused yes. and just played it for you. We are very accommodating folks. Would you like to replay the bracket? You're, Why are you so fat? But you're a police officer. Ignorance of the law is not an excuse, right? <laughs> oh, you about to throw it in. About to get deep with it. Oh, yeah, dash your way out of it. <laughs> you sashaying. You try to dash your way out of it. Why'd you bring that up? We're trying to move on. I thought that was my role on the show to get Danny going. Danny doesn't need anyone to get him going. <laughs> trying to have a nice, relaxing day over here. That, it's Friday. I'm in a good mood. Is that tomorrow? I'll call this. I apologize for it and say, oh, Danny, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to get what are you going. doing? All okay. right. So we got Maleficent versus Jafer. <laughs> Jafar. 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 Jamie Farr. Jamie Farr. Farr. For MASH, yes. Jamie Farr would beat Maleficent all day. <laughs> he would wax the floor with that, especially when he dresses up. <laughs> and then he would still address. Oh, Klinger <laughs> was something. Yeah, no. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love right. your sense of fashion. All right, so who wants it- to go? Well, Kirk's, you're here as our official tiebreaker. You're the official tiebreaker of the Magic Our Way podcast, yes. correct? Yes. All right, so uh, anybody want to take this first? Oh, man. Look, I would just say this. Anybody that goes against Jasmine is evil to be. You're going to vote against Jafar because of Jasmine. Why no, not? He's, 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 he's ultimate he's evil. That's, okay. That's, that's just, oh, that hurt. That hurt me to, to, to see that. But uh, as, it, that's very tough. Starting out, I mean, Maleficent looks pretty dastardly. Anybody that has, like, uh, horns, maybe minus Ferdinand the Bull, because they're, you know, small horns. I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty serious for us. It's to, not the size that counts. That's true. That's true. That's what I keep telling them. Well, nah, you know, it's all how you use it. But she uses the horse and she turns it to a Why dragon. Are you so fat? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I'd have to go. I, I'd go with Maleficent. Okay. Well, I'm going. I'm going Maleficent too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, pre- I'm pretty confident with that. I mean, Jafar got himself trapped in a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that is true. Maleficent. She no, she didn't do that. 
Maleficent is smarter than Jafar. Yes. I mean, she got killed and all, but, you know. She got powers. Well, but they all got, well. They all, yeah, they all got Eventually, off Jafar got off. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, Maleficent's a powerful sorcerer, and that's all Jafar wants to be. Yes. He just, he can't be that without the help of the genie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maleficent was already that and then some, so she's a powerful sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jafar's a wannabe. He took it one step too far and he got himself mm-hmm. trapped as a genie. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. He's Enslaved. not even that smart. Uh, right. Aladdin outsmarted him. Jasmine yep. outsmarted him. Yep. I mean, yeah. she pretended to like him and like, she was like, I'll never be with you. And then two seconds later, she's like, Jafar, you know what? I think I like you. And he's all like, yeah, I'm with this. Sure. Let's do this. I'm, I'm Jafar walking through that this door. <laughs> yes, Jasmine. Sure be the charm. <laughs> Jafer, Jafer, Jafer. Can't blame him on that one. But you know, you got a good point. You got a strong point. And Maleficent, she's not worried about who she has to kill to get a goal. And that's, uh, that's pretty evil. Yeah, that's pretty bad. You want to eat she put a death curse on a baby because she didn't get invited to the baby shower. I mean, that's that's pretty evil right there, man. Like you you have to be pretty bad off to put a death curse on a baby. Oh, you really want to go to that baby shower? Where's my invitation? I'm cursing everybody. I went to bed, bath and beyond and everything. These bad songs are going to waste. But no, like Maleficent though, she ain't never actually kill anybody. At least Jafar's responsible for a death or two. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, to me, Jafar just was. Um, how do you say it? He 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 was motivated by power. He was all that stuff. But he wasn't like like this girl's a dragon, man. Like like she turned herself into a dragon. That was crazy. Jafar like, turned himself know. into a snake. Yeah, yeah. and. He had, and Dragon kind of trumps snake, but I hear yeah. that. Yeah, he was going to try to kill Jasmine, but... He was a king cobra. Uh, I mean, you could call animal control on the snake. I don't know who you call for Actually, a dragon. when yeah. you think about it, they have a lot in common because both of them had sidekicks who were birds. True. Because she yeah. had Diablo, he Albert had Crow, uh, yeah. Iago. Yeah. Uh, they both turned into large reptiles. Uh, he was a snake, she was a dragon. They both had the, uh, these uh, staffs, staffs that yeah housed their power. I mean, they, they both similar. wore dresses. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. true. Very angular robes. features uh, amongst it. Yeah, no, it's very similar, but yeah, Maleficent for sure. Maleficent. So Maleficent moves on. Yeah, I think I'm going with Maleficent too. And next we have Corella Deville from 101 Dalmatians versus Judge Claude Frollo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Here's the funny thing. Every time I was talking to my kid about this one, and we were just going back and forth, and I kept wanting to call him Frodo. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, that's the wrong movie. (laughs) Oops. He's like, it's Frollo. I was like, yes, I know. Sorry. He's evil because he walked a lot. It's Jello. You know, I mean, Cruella, like, that's right off the bat. Like, she just kills puppies and skins them to make them a coat. That's pretty bad, man. And and she smokes. So she's got two strikes against her. Oh wow! I feel you bad know. on that one, <laughs> wow, Eli. So if you got if there was a vote on who goes off this podcast, you're yeah, you're the evil see, smoker. Right? Is it wasn't from last week? It's just the smoking is killing me now. <laughs> but I think like when it's all said and done, I mean Frollo is like just kind of the epitome of evil itself. I mean he's willing to burn like the whole city of Paris to find this one girl because he's in love with her supposedly and. I think it's worse that he uses, you know, religion to hide behind too. That's that's what puts it over the top for me. So I went with Frollo over Cruella. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I picked Frollo myself. I mean, Frollo is pretty damn evil. 
Yeah, um, I guess you we're going to make this pretty much unanimous because I, I agree. I mean, Cruella is more cartoony yeah. as a villain. Mm-hmm. There are like a lot of layers to Frollo, and it's dark, and it, it, he's probably the most realistic He's complex. Uh, Disney sure. traditional villain that they've ever created where it's like, oh my God, this guy really is Exists. evil in so mm-hmm. many ways. And he's, I mean, you talk about body counts, like we were talking about, well, Maleficent on screen that we saw never actually killed anyone. Jafar maybe killed, um, was it Gazim, mm-hmm. the guy who went into the cave of wonders? Yeah, the that first you? guy that went to yeah, the cave. Right. Yeah. Make it. The, the body count on Frollo is pretty up there. I mean, he was almost ready to drown a baby. I mean, you talk about killing puppies. He was about ready to drown yeah. a baby in a well. Until the eyes of Notre Dame looked upon him <laughs> exactly. and gave him guilt. What are you doing? Yeah, that's true. And this guy is definitely um, verbally abusive. That does not help telling somebody, like, hey, look, I, you're I ugly. saved you. Your mom ain't want you. Why are you so ugly? I, I took you in. Now go fetch me some shoes. Why are you so fat? Exactly. And Corella, I mean, she's just like, she's just pure id. She flies off the handle. She goes into an emotional rage. I mean, she's kind of a one-trick pony. Whereas Frollo, my God, there is some deep, dark things going on in that man's soul. Mm. And he sings about him. It's not like you don't understand. <laughs> Hellfire! <laughs> no. Lee, did you cast your vote? Yeah, I went with Frollo. You went Frollo, too. Okay, so Frollo moves on. Yeah, yeah I understand. Was he, the like, the thing. most sexually aggressive Disney villain ever, by the way? I, I know. He was held, that's he probably was, his true statement. Yeah, yeah. He, was yeah. Held up for, he was held up for a while. So, I mean, you know, as a, yeah. as a guy, I know, you can understand. I, I just played the musical, and he, it's pretty obvious there. Oh, yeah, he no. <laughs> There's some uncomfortable moments. My my wife saw the show, and she's like, yeah, some uncomfortable moments with Frollo. And the way he comes on to that. It's really, it's one of those movies where you're like, how did this get made as a Disney movie? It's really, it's like one of those things are not like the other. Like we watched Sesame Street. Yeah. If, if the, the name DreamWorks was on the, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, it wouldn't shock you. You'd be like, okay, that makes sense. The fact that the name Disney is in front of that movie, it is a little bit like, wow, that's just, just does not ring true that somebody at Disney said, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why it's not one of his most popular movies no yeah. no at all yeah it's just kind of crazy probably probably you know everyone went into that movie thinking oh well this will be a nice little family movie and then mm-hmm. they went out like what the hell did disney just do to me <laughs> now i gotta explain this to, <laughs> now I gotta explain this to my kids no, it, it, there is no repeated viewing factor of this there's no like <laughs> i'm i'm going to go on a joyride and watch this movie again and just experience the ups and downs of this movie and the yeah. highs and no it's it's, it's not dark. that kind of movie it's a it's really deep, dark. dark depressing movie yeah, yeah absolutely totally agree all right and the next pairing we have is gaston from beauty and the beast versus scar from the Lion King. Another tough one. Nah, I, I'm going to just throw this out there. Go ahead. I, I think Scar, hands down. And then let me tell you why. Uh, number one, he killed his brother. Tried to kill his nephew. Be prepared. I mean, he's basically a Nazi. Uh, I mean, this is pretty... <laughs> whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know, it's pretty, pretty deep, man. I mean, um, plus, I mean, the English accent, that's, that's a... That makes it a little bit more scary too. Oh, Jamie, wait, why is wait? Why but, is be prepared a call to Nazis? <laughs> Smoking yeah, English, they, they were marching like Nazis and the the goose step and all that. That song doesn't remind you of like a Nazi propaganda film. 
I cannot be the only one that thinks this. There's no way. How do you make it political every time? Okay, let me get, make it more political. So Gaston is basically the epitome of Donald Trump. He's, he's a narcissist. He's a misogynist. Uh, he's a backstabber. He's jealous. He instigates mob violence. But that just makes him an asshole. That doesn't make him evil. Wow. So Scar is evil. Like he will, He's plotting and killing people and his own brother. and his ne- So that's evil. So to me, Scar wins. Look, Gaston's just asshole. I agree with you 100%, but Nazism, I mean, there's going to be a character that we're going to get to pretty soon, well, not pretty soon, but down the line, that has a very real connection to Nazism. Yeah, he is a Nazi. Yes. Okay. So none of y'all ever thought that when you watched that movie. No. No. I can't believe that. I can't be the only person. Be prepared. I mean... Be prepared. No, that I mean, could be about office efficiency. I mean, Boy Scouts. <laughs> Boy Scouts. <laughs> yes, it's a boy. Thank you. Watch the video, man. They were marching. I've seen the video. Armies march. No. All armies not march. Like no, no. Like for that. me, no, to, I, I agree with Leah. Not for the whole Nazi thing, but okay. like the, you know, uh, in the scene when they're drawn and the whole, all the little whatever and creatures are, the hyenas are marching. I mean, they're definitely goose stepping there. All right, let me see the coming. Yeah, there's there's no doubt there. Yeah. All right, y'all go ahead and go on. So we base it all goose stepping. Well, I'm I'm not paw I mean, stepping because there's no paw stepping. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Gaston just a pompous. D- he's pompous. Yeah. <laughs> he is pompous. I oh, mean. Yeah, you know what? He's right. They are goose stepping. Yeah. 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 That is true. There is a Nazi element to it. I did not notice that before when I saw it, but that oh, is God. unmistakable. All right. But that's wow. the only part that would have reminded me and stuff. I mean, I don't know. I don't see Scar like... Yeah, I mean, there's not like a Nazi delivering... throughout the whole movie or anything. Right. But you know. He's not like delivering a speech like Hitler did. I was going to say, that there's nothing <laughs> oh, about that. Like, if you wouldn't have reminded <laughs> me of that scene, there's Rather nothing about giraffes, that song. Car, no, the, the song, not at all. Definitely not. None about the songs. <laughs> I don't nothing think so. about the character. I mean, Scar is oh, man. kind of a wuss. Yeah. He gets other people to do his work. He does. I mean, I, he, yeah, he gets he, the hyenas to do his work. Yeah, he backs down from uh, fights. He he doesn't you know want to get personally involved. He's kind of uh, you know you know it's interesting that you're bringing that up. Is like I voted for Gaston because I think if either if either one of them won, I think Gaston would be able to uh, do better than than Scar did. Yeah, I I, I would. Wait, I would what do you mean? Better, if either well, one of them won. Well, well, Scar yeah, at one point had uh, Simba banished, right? And so he took yes. over the Pride Lands. Yes, and it just fell to shit, right? right. Gaston, at least he can hunt on his own. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to send people out. He he can probably provide for the people he's reigning over, whatever else, mm-hmm. more so. So, in that respect, I think you know, if 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 Gaston would have won his battle, he might have would have uh, been a little bit more successful than Scar would have. Well, but successful villain. Well, I'm successful say- with his winning. He's like he, a, like we see Scar not being, else, that might make him a see, better person. We because, see well, not even better person, but people will think better of him. We still we we see the results of when Scar uh, is is ruling the kingdom for a while. It just it just goes terrible, right? But and that's then, not Gaston's ambition is not to rule the kingdom. He he pretty much knows he's probably not good at that kind of a thing. No, but he wants to be like the man. You know, like if there's another beast or something else that's. Uh, 
uh, that may be superior to him and maybe strength. Maybe it was a strength thing with him. You know, could this beast be stronger than me? Let me go dispatch this thing, get rid of it, so that I'm the strongest thing in this in this whatever kingdom. I don't even know where they live. Well, right, it's a sign of his insecurity yes, that yeah, he has to yes. take down. But I don't know that I take it from. I I kind of agree with Lee, whereas Gaston is just a boorish. Ass- yeah, he doesn't try to take over the village. He doesn't try to. Um, he kind of does. No, he, he does the mob. He tries to get them on his side. He gets them on his side. He's not trying to rule it. And by the way, he doesn't want to rule it. Yeah, he. It's not because he doesn't try to get them on his side because it's like I'm trying to win Bell. He looks at the beast and he's like. Yeah, this thing's hideous. Now, I know Gaston is more what you what you see is what you get, and he can't see beyond that. He sees the beast. He truly believes this is an animal that's going to kill y'all, and he's trying to get mm-hmm. them to take action. And, and but I help also think that the, beast. that the beast is in his way of achieving Bell. It is. And what about the dad? I mean, you know, he messed over the dad too. Bell's dad. Well, he probably well. saw the dad as uh, uh, getting in his way of achieving Bell as well. well I mean, yeah. father-in-laws are the, tough if they don't like you. I mean, I I, I get that. Well, but, yeah, he thought yeah, yeah. the but dad was making all that stuff up. He did. He did not believe that there was a beast. And when he really, when he first saw the beast, he was like, "Oh my god, no, 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 no! This thing's hideous. He's going to attack y'all. Look at this thing. Right? Is it just me? I, I mean, right. I I get. I would. I vote. I vote for gas. So not like. The, the skull points are they're, they're pretty serious but I mean here's a guy that's trying to bust up love with family um, you know like you said you know the beast he's just judging the beast because he's a beast but like even if Bell's like hey no he's good he's like yeah why don't you just stay locked up while I get this mob going but look at you it know? on a macro scale all Gaston's trying to affect and, and, and all he really can affect is the life of Bell and Maurice and the beast I guess you can you include him in there mm-hmm. as well Scar's letting a whole kingdom starve to death. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, Sam McLaughlin's evil. This is a little. Uh, the, uh, the stakes are completely different here. I, I, I'm with Lee on this one. Okay, I'm gonna stick with Gaston. All right, yeah. so, we, so, so we, we're, we're tied. tied. We're tied. tied. We're tied. We're tied. So it goes, to, it goes to Kirk. The, you're you're here for this express Ooh. purpose. Ooh. Um, score. Score, score. Excellent choice. Because of the goose stepping or what? What, what, what uh, did it? What broke it? He was right though. That goose stepping is present in there. I saw, I've, I've seen that movie. I've seen that movie dozens of times. I've never drew the goose stepping Nazi comparison. That's that last week for you. Lee last week brought it up and I watched it. You like, check it out. And it's, it's obvious. It's, it's obvious that that's what Do I take your word for it. If he saw it and he's like, hey, that. What no. it is, I'm good. I don't well, I, I, when I'm that's all not, I admit it, that's, I know, that's what I'm saying. I don't need to. I don't need to see it. I'm, I'm well, telling like, you, that goose stepping morons should start reading like books instead like of burning in them. Broadway, all you. Gaston's motivation was Bell. That was it. Scars, Scars, one was to get the kingdom. What happened? How you doing? You oh, did, so you, did you, you get that just, fly? Did you, you have any flies get, on you? There's a fly, fly that is tormenting you and Eli, and I'm trying to save you. It was over here for a little bit. Thank you. Good. I'm sorry. Sorry. I forgot where I was. Gaston wanted Bell. Uh, Scar wanted to rule the Pride Lands. Pause down Scar. Yeah. All right. Scar moves on. Okay. And the last pairing in this category, we have Ursula from The Little Mermaid versus Dr. Facilier. This was probably, to me, the hardest one. Of the Disney villains bracket? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, I feel like I it think was. so, too. It was, but I think there is a clear winner. Much like the last one, I thought Gaston and Scar is a hard one, but I think when you really evaluate the two, there's a clear winner. But what's what's so hard about this is, once again, kind of like Maleficent and Jafar, these are very similar beings. It's like, that's one of the things I right. liked about going through this, is that you really kind of, 
when you break it down, like you start to see similarities and patterns that you didn't see before. Exactly. When it comes to Ursula and Dr. Facilier, I mean, you got two people who deal with evil magic, mm-hmm. who yes. convince people to sell their souls. I know, dude, that fly is every, I'm, I'm, when I get a chance, I'm going to watch that. We got a Mr. Miyagi that fly. Right, I'll, I'll distract <laughs> it and blow it that way. Let right. me smell your chopsticks. <laughs> but um, you got two people who profit off of pain, profit off of human misery. Uh, so th- it's a very similar thing going on between the two of them. Having said that, oh, here he goes. What? Having said that, take a drink. Oh wait, yo, <laughs> I forgot about that. It's a drinking game. It's always a drinking game. Yeah, it's a drinking game for one, Captain Stan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Having said, said that, <laughs> I think it's Ursula, hands down. I was going to vote Ursula, too. I mean... Yeah, I ultimately went with Ursula as well. I'll tell you what, and this is another similarity between the two. They both have great voices. Yes. That Keith David voice. Yes. Oh, my God. I, I love that voice. But uh, the woman who does uh, Ursula, I'm blanking on her name right now. Is it Eleanor Aubrey? Something like that. Oh, I could be wrong. Anyway. Pat Carroll? Is that what it is? Yeah. It's Pat Carroll? My bad. Mm-hmm. Who am I thinking? Eleanor Arbor. I'm sorry. That was uh, Maleficent. Oddly. That's Maleficent. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Um, just so over the top, so well done. I mean, you feel every syllable of every word. And the difference between her and Dr. Facilier is that with Dr. Facilier, he kind of tricks somebody. There's generally a, a sense of misfortune that comes with it. Ursula relishes on her cave of withering, dying souls. Right. Yes. People Garden yes. of broken souls. Yes. yes. That, was what, that was exactly like when I saw that phrase, garden of broken souls, I was like, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. You know, what tip for, for me is like not only just that, but it's like, you know, Ursula's powers within herself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's or it's never disclosed where she gets her power. But Dr. Facilia does need the help of her, his friend on the other side to kind right. of help accomplish what he needs to accomplish. Yes. So if you, you know, take that power away and just value them as themselves, I think uh, Ursula is the more powerful villain. Not to mention Dr. Facilia makes a point of saying that he can't conjure anything for himself. Like, right. Remember exactly. Yes. So like, whereas Ursula, I mean, she can transform into other people. She, she can get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Where the buffet at? And this is all without King, put King Tri- uh, Triton's uh, Triton oh, in Triton, her hands, yeah. and then she's way more powerful. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, the other thing they have in common is they both have very competent, very capable sidekicks. Yes. You don't see that a lot out of Disney villains, but... Flotsam and Jetsam, man, every task that Ursula gave them, mm-hmm. they nailed. Yeah. They did everything that they were set to do. The shadow, the shadow of was, Dr. Facilier was very helpful yeah. in, in it, it, the way it portrayed his manic side. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of saw his inner mood. I thought that was done brilliantly. I, I enjoyed both characters, but yeah, push comes to shove. It's Ursula. It's Ursula. Ursula's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Who else? <laughs> Everybody else move? Anybody else? Well, I was going to say no, Dr. Exactly Facilier, but you got it. it's three to one. So I was like, yeah. Well, what's your argument for Dr. Facilier? I was going to say, uh, well, he's a Bakur, right? So Bakur is basically like... Uh, parkour? He does a lot of exercise. <laughs> that would be awesome too, right? <laughs> he's a parkour Bakur. It's Bakur Bakur. <laughs> exactly. Rooftop to rooftop. He's like, he's, spells. he's like going on a bicycle, doing backflips and stuff like that. Uh, but basically, yeah, a Bakur is, uh, is like a zombie. What... In real life, though, it was like people that were kind of like drugged up. But that's a different tangent altogether. So the fact that a zombie can go ahead and cause this much mischief, I'd have to give him points for that. Yeah, I don't think he's a zombie. I never got that impression. 
Well, if he's yeah. a bakur, isn't that he, technically what it is? Yes. It's like a, the voodoo. He's yeah. beholden to his friends on the other side because he is clearly sold. He's already entered into his bargain and sold his soul. Right. But he's still alive. It, right. He's still alive. He's zombies. But, well, but he's not dead. He's a bakur. His soul is promised to them in the afterlife once he dies, but he still has it. it and mm-hmm. that's his, in fact, they, they make it a point of saying that he can repay his debt. But once that talisman breaks, he loses the means to repay his debt. And all of a sudden, uh, your soul is mine. I can identify with him even more so now. <laughs> <laughs> like, we all should. That's like your ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Oh, yeah, I broke my talisman. Can't make that check this month. That ain't no excuse. <laughs> Better dig in your wallet. No, I, okay. I, yeah, but I, I mean, but I got a vote of you know three to one. But yeah, that's that's who I would have. I would have went. With. You would have went for that. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you this, and and maybe they are the same, but Doctor Facilier seems to me that his quote unquote victims are victims of their own greediness. You know, like they're just trying to get ahead in life or something like that, and they, they're trying to take a shortcut. or they're, Anyway, it's, they're, they're driven by money or, or fame or success or something. And I don't know if you can say the same for Ursula's victims. It's like mm. she preyed on everyone where he preyed on people that were, like, deserved to get what they got. I see where you're coming at from that, Lee, because of, of the examples you see in the film. But I get yeah. the impression that Dr. Facilier would have plagued on both. Like, I don't think, I think it's just a matter of what you're showing in the film, but I think Dr. Facile for sure took advantage of people who yeah. really needed help. And didn't read the fine print. And didn't read the fine print. Yeah, I don't think he, it mattered to him who he took like, advantage of. And he like had a reputation. Places. He had a yeah. reputation in the movie beyond what, what the events of the movie itself. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Okay, cool. All right, so from that bracket, we have Maleficent, Frollo, Scar, and Ursula moving on to the next round, and now we're going on to the Pixar villains. Do we need to make an argument for why the evil queen was not included? In no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't have to. You want to, you, you, you no, want to no, It's a valid point. Look, I, like, like I said, I, I wanted her in there. I wanted Captain Hook in there. I just, when I looked at it, I thought the other ones were either more charismatic yeah, in their Captain, evil Captain or more, they were just more evil. What would you say, Lee? I'm sorry. I was just saying, Captain Hook is almost more goofy. Yeah, and and yeah, it's, he's not as evil. Yeah, I after agree hearing with that. your argument for Froyo, I'm good with it. <laughs> he's he's the first <laughs> villain. Froyo, frozen yogurt. <laughs> Froyo, Captain Hook's the first villain your child warms up to. Oh, I can yeah. take a picture of Captain Hook. I ain't going near Queen of Hearts, but yeah, he's got a cool hat. And Queen of Hearts is another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah chop the, your head off. Yeah, so I was, was thinking about that one too. That was a tough one. Yeah, that was hard it was not to tough. put it in there, but. You only got so many brackets. Oh. Yeah, if you put it up against the, the other oh. ones, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, I can't think of anyone I would have dropped for Queen of Hearts. Yep. No, I can't either. Yep. You know? Eli so. nearly got the fly, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there is a competition here Keep that trying. is happening behind the scenes of this bracket. There's a fly loose in here. First person who gets them. Gets a, drink. Uh, <laughs> yeah. gets a drink. There you go. Yeah. All right, and we're moving on to the Pixar Villains bracket. And the first pair we have is Lots of Huggin' Bear from Toy Story 3 versus Stinky Pete of Toy Story 2. So, again, basically the same uh, similarities. They're both, like, portrayed as nice at the beginning. You don't really understand that they are going to be evil at the end. Um, they're both kind of short and fat. Uh, <laughs> so that, that was kind of a, a cool matchup, the way they matched up. They're both, their endings both kind of end the same way. Kevin, yeah, if ever there was a time. What's that? Why are they so oh! fat? <laughs> Why are you so fat? Thank you. 
<laughs> but let me tell you this. Lotso is is definitely more evil than Stinky Pete. Stinky Pete is basically just a little older man with just a gray beard and he's kind of overweight. You Lee, know, you say Lee, that. Are you that? Are you that? Are you what you say? <laughs> Stinky Pete's okay. He's got a great beard. He's okay. He's, he's, he's just a misunderstood person. <laughs> Stinky he Lee. just wants to <laughs> Whatever evil he did was forgiven because he's got a gray beard. It's all he right. just he's got a gray beard. He's toys. overweight. He just wants to be loved. I he loves you. Bucky's. I hear you got to identify with the character. That's very important. All the evil <laughs> Sticky Pete does in that movie is all taken away when you watch that during the credits when they're doing like the bloopers. Yeah. And uh, Sticky Pete's in, the, in his box. Yeah. And, and, he, and he farts. Yes. And he goes, ooh, that's why they call me Sticky Pete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yep. also him with the Barbies. That I mean, it's, it's Kramer, you know? <laughs> yeah. So you're voting for Lotso? Absolutely. Like, okay. Anybody else? I'm going to agree with Lee again. Uh, you know, me and Lee are actually uh, kind of uh, agreeing a lot lately. Uh, yeah, they're both smart, and, and Pete uh, probably stands a better chance in a fight with his use of a pickaxe and everything. Although and Lotso's helps. got a mallet. You never see him use it. He's got a baby. And a gang. <laughs> I was say he's got a gang. Uh, but I think Lotso's evil is just on a much grander scale than what pizzas i mean pizza look he's a silver-tongued devil man he tries it he'll talk in and he's got those excellent oratory skills where yes. he just seems like he's caring and like almost like a fatherly concern that he portrays until he inevitably is like okay i have no other choice but to go this way lots of was pretty much you know like ah, i'm cool and everything like that oh no that ain't happening and it doesn't take long for lots of to reveal his true self and the uh, machinations, oh my God, the, the system that he's put in place to hold down these toys. I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's pretty grandiose. Yeah. yeah it's, that, it's, that was one of my arguments, too. It's like, yeah, the, the effect he's had over all the other toys to create the wow. universe that he's living in is, uh, is, is pretty massive. I mean, granted, Stinky Pete all had to get, you know, he only had to keep control of the other two pieces that would complete his set and hopefully affect the same, have right. the same kind of effect on... Uh, um, uh, Woody. So it's, it's no telling what he could have done if he had to do a, a whole throng of people. We never see that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely my vote would have been for Lotso as well. But he wouldn't have had an army to do it with. Like that, right. that's, that was part of Lotso's charisma is that he was able to convince a certain, like he had his muscle. He had his uh, mm-hmm. he had the again, baby, he had the robot. Yeah, yeah. He, had, he had his muscle that, that kind of uh, the monkey enforced his will yeah. and he treated them well and so they helped him keep the other toys down. I mean, yeah. basically run a concentration camp for, for toys. <laughs> keep them toys down. <laughs> He's the Adolf. Yeah. More He's Nazi done. Uh, there's a lot of Nazism going on in this show, oh, way more no. than I'm comfortable with. And we still haven't gotten to the true Nazi yet. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. So I'm guessing Lotso moves on? Yeah. 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 For Anybody? sure. Okay. So we got next, we have Sid from Toy Story 1 versus Ernesto de la Cruz from Coco. I'm in love with the Coco. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You never heard that, never song? Heard that song? No, I have not. Yeah, yeah. That means like uh, the cocaina. cocaina. Uh, I don't know that song. Ah. Yeah, it's an old, it's old right, song. Scarface. Yeah, right? Let me find it for you. The cocaina. All right, so does anybody have any like strong votes for this one? I do. Yeah, yeah me too. I'm going to, okay, go ahead, Eli. You haven't gone. Oh, no, my, my, no, it's all good. Uh, no, I, I have to go for it. That's going to be like, Sid was just like, uh, to be a mischievous 
kid. I mean, I, nobody wants to see him burn the toys because he loved the toys, but he was just a mean kid. Ernesto De La Cruz killed somebody's daddy, took his music, got paid off of it, had a big party, and then tried to kill the kid again in front of millions of people. Even and though he thought, about like, it. even when he thought that kid was his own was, grandson, right? Yeah, he that's still a, went after. Yeah, him. that's yeah. really the bad part. Is like he he was still under the impression that they were relations, mm-hmm. and he still was going to kill him. Right. And the kid says, "But I'm your grandson." He's like, "Yeah," and he was my yeah, best friend. Man. Yeah. Sorry. So- <laughs> Sucks to be you. I mean, what really got me was when I, I, you know, we all watched that movie. We did the review and everything. And I knew there had to be a bad guy like we talked about. But it was like, I really didn't want it to be Ernesto. I just, because, you know, like I really was feeling the bill. Like, hey, that's the guitar. It's got to be him. And I liked him until he turned evil. And then he turned evil. I was like, oh, damn, Ernesto. Damn. So, yeah, I got to go with Ernesto because he hurt me. He hurt me a little bit. I'm completely in agreement with Eli on this one. Like uh, you have said, and he's very sadistic. And you're looking at him, and it's like, okay, is, is he a future serial killer in the making, or is he is he a neglected yeah. little brat kid crying out for attention from neglectful parents? Right. You don't really know. I mean, it's I mean, maybe Ritalin would have fixed this kid's problems. <laughs> I mean, you don't a good really- swift kick in the butt, <laughs> little James Evans whooping. There I'm you telling go. you. I mean, you see that. He's pretty much allowed to go run amok unchecked. I mean, I think this kid just, he's, he's mom, dad, love me. Pay attention to me. I'm right. about ready to blow up the backyard. Are y'all paying? And he has no way of knowing that the toys he's torturing are sentient, that they're feeling any pain. He thinks he's just harming innocent little objects. Right. So based upon that, as and also kind of like Eli said, I'm a father. To me, the worst crime that you could commit is to take a young child away uh, from a father or a mother. And that's a, really what it came down to. It was so evil about him is that just because he wanted his songs, he deprived Coco of a father. He deprived uh, Hector of a daughter. He deprived a whole family uh, of a, a legacy. Without, without shame. Yeah. It, yeah. Without, and you know, completely profited off of that. And he, again, his, his evil is very narrow in scope, but it's way more cutting than what Sid did. Yeah, it's yeah. very effective to, to the story. And again, I, I, I felt the swerve. I mean, you know it was coming, mm-hmm. but then when it happened, you're like, no, no. I knew it was coming, but dang, it's like when that bill comes, you know it's yep. coming, and you're like, I'm going to just pretend it didn't happen, but you got to <laughs> deal with it anyway. Yep. So Ernesto looks like he's moving on. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm the only one who voted. I yeah. voted for Ernesto. I was going to be the okay, same exact yeah. way. Yeah. Lee? I just want to... Yeah, well, I... I ultimately voted for Ernesto, but I will say this, like, I really was going to go with Sid simply because, and you took the words right out of my mouth, he's basically a psycho. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is a serial killer in training. Um, the only thing that, the reason why he, I didn't go for him ultimately is that he, in the end, redeems himself. Yes. Now, if, if, if uh, Woody and them would not have put that fear of God into him, then no telling what he could have become. I mean, he could have become, you know, much more than what he is there. But so ultimately, he's not going to win this anyway because he, in the end, is not evil. So, and again, he didn't actually murder people and family. Well, I mean, so. that's what I was going to say. Speaking <laughs> about psychotic, I mean, Ernesto re- re- replayed his murderous act for a movie. Yes, oh, yeah. true. Oh, right. how, yeah. how he killed his friend. Yeah, I mean, you know, how how crazy is that? Yeah, yeah. he was definitely an opportunist. I mean, he stole all his friends' songs after that. He stole his friends, you know, all the work he did, and then you know became successful off of his friend's death. Yeah, and didn't give the family none of it. He, nope. he was yeah. like, "Hey, look, 
I know you guys make shoes, but look, I, I can help you a little bit with that. <laughs> I give you some shoelaces or something put in, okay? I, I owe you guys that. He was like, nah, you guys just keep making shoes. I'm going to get paid and make some movies. Maybe they wouldn't have hated musicians so much. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He could have at least wrote him a letter and say, oh, by the way, Hector didn't leave y'all. He died. Yeah. <laughs> that would have yeah. at least been helpful. I mean, at least you know. Maintain Hector's rep- no, he really, he buried that dude. And not I just that, but then even ruined his reputation in the afterlife. Yeah. By making it, they think he's choked on chorizo. Yes. <laughs> Now I will say this, like, and, and I think I, I want to say it was Eli who put Ernesto in the document. Was it, was it you? Yeah, mean? I did. Okay, because before that, I thought it would be fun to put Sid versus Darla. I wanted to see Sid versus oh, Darla in this bracket ah, wow. yeah. to see who would have came I out on top. Darla. Yeah, I, you put Darla in there, and but then I saw Eli added Ernesto de la Cruz, and I'm like, oh, you know what? That's an even better way to go. Yeah, because I think he's a he's a richer villain. But it would have been fun to see Sid versus Darla. Maybe uh, if we have time later on, we'll, if we have time. Yeah. yeah. All Which right. We so won't. Ernesto moves on. <laughs> you know we won't. No, yeah, of course not. And uh, we have the next pairing. We have Hopper versus Randall. Hopper from A Bug's Life, the Grasshopper. Versus Randall, the little whatever creature he is, in Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. and Monsters Inc. University, little chameleon-ish guy. Yep. Yeah, I I went with Hopper, but I will say this for Randall. I mean, he made an invention that basically sucks the life out of little kids. That's pretty bad, man. <laughs> Jesus, it is. Like, but in the con in the context of that world, is it really all that bad? I mean, you're talking about a world they're they're going through a a power shortage, yeah, a scream no, shortage. I, I, you can almost you can almost forgive him exactly. Not forgive him, but you understand why he had to do it exactly. I mean, they, they they're fearful of children. They mm. it's not like I mean, just by itself, uh, Sully runs into a kid's bedroom, scares the hell out of a kid. And then harnesses a scream for power. That sounds um, cruel in and of itself. Is really building a scream machine all that much more cruel beyond that? Not really. I mean, in the context of their world that exists and thrives off of children's screams, I don't know that that is all that bad. I'm, I'm with you. Hopper. more efficient. Yeah, I think Hopper is the, uh, I was going to vote for Hopper. But of the two, I mean, Hopper is hands down. I mean, he, he preys on the weak. He's uh, ruthless. Um, he's a bully. He's going to kill the queen and feed her to the dog. And he's a big you know, bully. To the dogs you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, un- he's pretty bad, dude. Oh yeah, no, he was. He, uh, my favorite scene is when he kills two of his own men. Right. To prove a point to everybody else. Corner, whatever. It's like Untouchables with Al Capone. He's quite the motivator. That's that's true villainy. When you kill your own henchmen, that's true villainy. That is true. And I'll tell you what. You know what else helps him? And I never thought I'd say this. But in a creepy contest, maybe three years ago, Steve Buscemi, Kevin Spacey, kind of what and what? Nowadays, with everything that Kevin Spacey's accused of, you kind of get that creepiness bump Ooh, from Kevin even more Spacey. So, right. That's even a different bracket. All like, who's creepier? Because <laughs> Steve can hold his own. Definitely. Sex offenders. <laughs> next March Madness. All right, so everybody got their vote in. It sounds like Hopper's moving Hopper's forward. In, yeah, yeah. All right. Hopper for sure. Hopper. So Hopper's moving on to the next round. Oh, you got it? No, my cup got in the way. Damn, Globetrotter. Dang cup. And, of course, the last pairing we have in this category is Charles F. Muntz from Up versus Syndrome from The Incredibles. This was my favorite. This, this is, a, is a really good one to break down. I think, again, I think it's a clear winner. But, wow, when you get into it, like, 
I really, I never stopped to think about how much these guys had in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, both are self-made men. Yep. Both are inventors and, and have genius level IQs. They both have sympathetic backstories where uh, what they idolized rejected them in some kind of a way. Um, and they're scarred by that rejection and hell-bent on proving themselves. I mean, I, I really did not realize how much Syndrome and Charles Muntz had in common. And I, I loved both of them as villains. I thought they were great villains. Mm. Yeah, you know, Syndrome had robots for his followers. And, yes. you know, uh, Charles F. Muntz had dogs for his followers. Mm-hmm. Both using technology for that, but also using inhuman things for uh, following. Except for the one worker that Syndrome had. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the motivation's a little bit different. I mean, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, you got that... Captain Ahab after his whale aspect with right. Charles Muntz, where with Syndrome, it's just pure revenge. Yes. Yeah, I mean, 100%. It, but he kills superheroes. I mean, that's he does. Lots of them. Lots yes. and lots of superheroes. That's- and I think, like, maybe Muntz killed three or four explorers because he's senile and old. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, he's paranoid, too. How many... Yeah. Nursing attendants have your father knocked out because he's old and confused. <laughs> oh, yeah. The list is higher than my hands and my feet combined. Absolutely. Taking it close to the heart. Are you exactly. Like, yes. <laughs> All the time. That's what, that's what they do. So, so you can kind of explain Charles Muntz's uh, <laughs> descent into senility. Whereas Syndrome, man, I mean, he is doing this as like a, almost like a design six. It's, it's part research and part revenge. Yep. And you can make the argument, I guess, that, you know, Mr. Incredible is his white whale, but he never really seems to approach it like that. It's like, no, right. all supers. All supers. It's just, all you know, supers are incredible yeah. is, is a cherry on top. In fact, yeah, he kept on building machines that would conquer supers with the hopes that he would finally get to the machine that could conquer Mr. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's you his own so man. All the, all the other supers were just like, you know, guinea pigs and yeah. like, whatever. It's like, all right. Let me build this guy. Let's see how good he is. Oh, this guy beat him. All right, let me improve it. All right, let's destroy him. So, yeah. Pretty I mean, good. So it sounds like Syndrome, syndrome gets yeah. it, right? Because I'm going to say... Syndrome gets extra points for the hair. I was going to say he gets extra <laughs> points for living like on a volcano. <laughs> That's awesome. I always thought that that was awesome. All right. So that ends that particular part of the bracket. And we have Lotso, Ernesto, Hopper, and Syndrome moving forward. So now here we are on the Star Wars side of the board. And we have all the Star Wars villains. Can I say before we get started that this was the toughest bracket for me? It was a t- It's one of the t- for me the same thing. I-, I thought so as well. I think so too because there's oh, wow. most of these guys are pretty damn evil. <laughs> well, not just that they're pretty damn evil. It's just that they pretty similar skill sets. Good with a lightsaber. Yeah. Strong uh, force yeah. lightning. Look evil. I mean, go ahead. I was just saying, good good at building planets to destroy people. Yes. Yeah. When you just say, okay, who's the who's the most evil Disney uh, Star Wars villain? Okay, it's Vader. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's not. It's not yeah. that clear cut. I think I think Lee's on a delay, so he keep, that's why he keeps talking over us. Okay, no, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, so I'll shut up. No, that's all right. That's no, all right. no, 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 no. Just, uh, just now that we didn't realize. No, yeah, you're on a delay. You're on a delay. You can't help that. So we'll just keep that in mind. Um, all right. So here we go. So here we are, and uh, the first pairing we have is. <laughs> Darth Vader versus Darth Maul. I want to hear Eli's thoughts on this. <laughs> uh, this was one of the, the ones that I, I, I think I sent you this in a text. Like, why did you have to put these two together? Uh, I enjoyed putting these two together. I, so, I knew it was going to mess oh, with you. That's so wrong. Um, I, 
You had to put these two together. I know, I, but I love them both. But it's like, okay, Darth Ball is... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before what? you say one more word. Let, let, I'm not let, saying this is my vote. I'm no, just, no, no, no. But yeah. before you say one more word, let me just stop you right now. What? We're going to go by... I know, what not a fight... What? We're going to go by. I just want to make sure the listeners know because okay. there's a lot of people out there who are listening that know a hell of a lot more about Star Wars Absolutely. than what we do. Absolutely. And this was a fun thing to put together and a fun exercise to make, but my God, we we did not have the time to go look. Yeah, it would take us a month to prep just for the Star Wars bracket. Yes. Yeah, to That's look fair. at the Clone Wars, to read the, the extended fiction. There's and, tons, yes. Yeah, so we're just going by what we saw in the movie. So I know you're going to be like, yeah, no, 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 Darth Maul came back to life. And he, yes, I know that these things happened. I'm, I'm somewhat aware of this. I'm somewhat aware of the story behind it. But we're just, for purposes of this exercise, kind of like the Marvel villains. Yes. We're not going to go into the actual comic books. I know. We're going to stick with what we've seen that has been put on screen. So, yes. yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's totally a fair disclaimer. Uh, you, yes. You're absolutely right, because I'm just going off of what I, I say on the movies. And, yeah, this was a tough one for me, because uh, I love I love Vader, you know, uh, as a villain. Seen him since I was a kid. He, you know, he terrified me. James Earl Jones' voice was scary when it was Conan the Barbarian. So, I mean, um, yeah, he's a creepy dude. But Darth Maul, like, when I saw that last, like, I don't remember too much about the Phantom Minutes, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I mean, I know what happens in it, but if it comes on, let's say, cable, I'm like, I'm not worried about the first hour and a half. I'm good with the last 15 minutes. You like the yeah. fight scene. It, I, yeah. Yes, that guy just, I was like, that dude's awesome. He looks badass. He is badass. He killed the guy, but they didn't give him too much to do in the movie, as opposed to Vader, who has way more movies to work with. And uh, that's that's what was really tough about this choice for me. So I love Darth Maul, but I have to go with Vader just on the principle of choking your old man. <laughs> oh, it's just really it was really tough. But I mean, you know, he had to deal with his son. Cut his son out, you know, his son's hand out. I mean, it, it pretty much came down to this for me. What villain dealt with the hero I liked the most? You see, now I'm surprised because as much as you like Darth Maul, I love Darth Maul. I thought you would go with the angle of uh, Vader redeems himself at the end. That 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 there is. Yeah. We're talking about the the best bad guy in the world, uh, in the Disney world, I should say. Yeah. And Vader does redeem himself. I, I did vote for Vader, by the way. Uh, I should <laughs> put that yeah. out there, right? But I mean, yeah. There is that argument to be made that Vader does redeem himself, mm-hmm. and whereas Darth Maul dies evil, he does. He does, he does he, but there's no. The thing that does it is that Vader has like the the lines. Vader has like the the music when he comes out. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like a wrestler in a sense, where you have like say the Ultimate Warrior. I know this is dating myself, but. You know, like, the Ultimate Warrior is coming because his music hits before he even shows up. He runs down. He does his thing. You're like, I'm into that character. Darth Maul pretty much had to show up in, like, these, like, five-minute instances. So it doesn't really give him the credibility beyond being an awesome, kick-ass lightsaber fighter. I don't don't know that it's that. Because, I mean, even without the music, as soon as he hits the screen, he commands your attention. I mean, just the look of him the 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 visual style the double lights there i mean he commands your attention every second that he's on screen all what 
10 minutes of it. That's the, yeah, that's the problem, right? The problem is yeah. he's only spoke 31 words. Yeah. He was cut down in his prime. He was still, what, an apprentice to, uh, to, to, uh, what, Palpatine, yeah, Palpatine Sidious? Sidious, Sidious. Uh, whatever you want to call him. I don't think Ray Park, the actual actor that played huh? Darth Maul, was like that good at his acting to begin with. Well, it was supposed to be Benicio well, he was a, Hero. He's a mar- he's a martial artist. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. he is. He's yeah, absolutely, yeah. That, he that's what, that is. was his thing. I don't know if he's... I mean, he didn't get much much acting room. Well, but his as in the, movie. the part yeah. got cut down, then Benicio Del Toro said, well, screw it. I'm not going to be in it anymore. Right. And so that's why they went after Ray Park, and he he became uh, Darth Maul instead. And again, I still think the role, it's it's an iconic role. Mm-hmm. And you can, make a, you can make a really good argument that, look, they both fought... Uh, Obi-Wan kicked Vader's ass the first time they fought. Cut off his arms, legs, that kind of thing. The second time they fought, Darth won, but Darth won because Obi-Wan gave it up. That's what I was... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I agree. He's just like, I'm going to close my eyes and just pretend you're not going to strike me down. Now, Darth Maul lost to Obi-Wan as well, but he lost to Obi-Wan. He was was fighting two Jedis at the same time, and they already dispatched... Qui Gon at that point, correct? Yes. Right. So there very is effectively ar- too. Then again, though, you can make the argument that uh, you know uh, Darth Maul faced a Obi Wan Kenobi who was still an apprentice to Qui Gon, whereas when Anakin fought him, he was a little bit more battle tested, a little bit more. Um, uh, he was older. He though, was wiser for sure in the wiser, Jedi in the ways of the yes. Force. Yeah. So it kind of balances itself out. But at the end of the day, look, yeah, the. Vader, he's, he turned good ultimately, but in that time that he was evil, he got in a lot of evil. Yeah. Way more evil than uh, Darth Maul got. He had like three brief. movies of evil, though. Yes. That's the other thing. It's, it's like yeah. He, yeah, but he, he has the most job experience. And out he the did two have them. the higher midichlorian count. Let's <laughs> oh, have mercy, the midichlorian count. Almost. Okay. I yeah. was trying to avoid breaking the Eli almost got the fly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was I should have moved that just completely out the way. But um I, I would have fought Vader. I mean I would have fought. I would have I would have fought. Would you have won? No, I wouldn't have won. <laughs> no, I, I picked Vader only sure because I think he's a stronger Sith. You think both, so? Yeah, I think out of, of Darth well, Maul and Darth yeah. Vader. I mean, you look at Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One when he's uh you know invading that ship. Uh he's pretty brutal, man. Uh, you know, if I think if I picture Darth Vader versus Darth Maul, yeah, Darth Maul's got some skills, but I don't know, man. I think uh, Darth Vader is stronger with the dark side. Yeah, that he can command more power out of that. You See, know, yeah. Darth Maul's pretty good, but I mean, I don't know. Vader's pretty vicious. I no, know, I, in, that, in that Rogue One movie, he he freaking just destroys him. I would, agree. You know. He just has. That's what I'm saying. Though that's the that's the big advantage is is you have more. To pull from more experiences to pull from with Vader than you do, you know, Maul. As far as the movies, as far as the okay, movies, right? I right. mean, even in the extended universe, I'd still say the same same thing. I, yeah, yeah, I know that. I know that Danny said, like he said to us, when we were trying to play this that you know, it's not about who would win in the fight. Uh, I that's totally not relevant for this bracket. But I would say Maul would win in the fight. I would I would go on record. Yeah, I for think that. I think Vader would have won that. I one. think Vader would have yeah. won too. Like it, both at their prime, Vader. Think like, so? Would Anakin yeah. Skywalker have beaten Darth Maul? Probably not. Would Darth Vader at his prime again? Darth Rogue One, Darth Vader against Darth Maul. It would have been a hell of a fight. Mm-hmm. I would have given the edge to to Vader. Yeah, I think Vader is more advanced in those arts than than Maul was. Yeah. Okay. At the same time, I think. Okay. I mean, Maul was good, but anyway. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Lee, did you cast a vote? 
Now I'm going to throw a couple things, a couple things out there. Um, All right, go for it. When this, when I first, when I first said in my mind, Star Wars, who's the most, who's the best or the worst Star Wars, uh, Star Wars villain? Vader. Okay, boom, let's do this. But it, it's it just, it's not that clear cut. And and like you said, him we, um, coming to his his human side at the end and all that stuff, that, that definitely takes down his evil factor. Uh, these two, I'm going with Vader. I don't think Vader will make it to the end, but with these two, I'll go with Vader. Now, I was having this conversation with my son, and I maybe I missed this whole little nuance of it, but when he killed all those younglings, I said, oh, well, he was still Anakin then. And my son's like, no, he was Darth Vader. Son's right he wasn't again. Darth Vader in the suit. But he was already crowned Darth Vader at that point. He already went to the dark side. Yeah. 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 So there, so that goes on the Darth Vader uh, column as well. It does. Um, so wow, your yeah. son so is again, pretty, can, we, I mean, can we have your son on this podcast? Darth Maul could have been like a more ultimate villain if we got more action from him. But other than killing Qui-Gon Jinn, there's not much else we know about him. I agree with that. No, I, I agree with that. As far as the movies are concerned, again, like we said, books and everything, I'm sure there's way more to, to delve with but yeah he only got a solid 15 minutes they were awesome yeah. 15 minutes but it's tough to compare that versus a whole bunch of movies yeah. with another you know yep. another yeah, exactly. opponent it's yeah, a the backstory and everything else right it's, it's the snoke syndrome mm. like snoke yeah, should be on this, on this list but he was there for 15 minutes right if that you got to see uh, you got a small taste of his powers and he was gone just like that um, now, so, if you said who had the baddest smoking jacket, he would have won this hands down. <laughs> the biggest smoking jacket? <laughs> the biggest smoking jacket. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, we got Darth Vader uh, moving on to the next round. After that, the next pairing we got is Count Dooku versus Boba Fett. To me, this was the most boring matchup. Really? For me personally. Yeah. I don't think Count Dooku is really that evil. I mean, he... He kind of broke off and, you know, did his own thing and he got disillusioned with the Jedi Order and, and things like that. And he sure he does some evil shit, but uh, he's not like the, uh, the epitome of evil like some of these other guys. And Boba Fett is like this iconic uh, bounty hunter, but I don't even know how quote-unquote evil he is. Yeah. You know, he's got this little mystique about him. He's, okay, he's a hitman, he's a bounty hunter, but I mean, really, he's just kind of a, a you know, a hustler. He's basically like no different than Han Solo before Han Solo met Luke and joined up with everyone else. He's like Dog so, the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dog the Bounty Hunter. He's a mercenary. Better hair. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, to me, it's like, I just like flip a coin. I don't care really because neither one of these is going to move on. Can we get uh, your son on the show and have him uh, cast I went ahead with Boba Fett just because I, like, I, I like Boba Fett, you know? I went with Count Dooku. I think he's uh, the stronger villain in this case. Yeah, uh, without question. I think Boba Fett is... uh, Boba Fett's biggest mark in his favor is that he looks cool. He looks cool. He's a good bounty hunter. (laughs) He's got the cool gun. And when when you used to have the figure and it would shoot things off, you know... (laughs) And stuff like that. That was more of a myth. The, like the, the, the amount of kids who actually got that figure that shot the rocket. Was oh, no, no. So, that's oh, that's a very rare toy. Yeah, it's very, yes. It's extremely rare toy. Lucky. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, but no. Yeah, Count Dooku's got the dark arts embraced, you know? He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's in that. Yeah, I mean, he gave Yoda a run for his money. He, he defeated. He's probably one of the only ones who defeated Obi-Wan. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. really, the hands down defeated him yep. in, in, a, in a battle. Got him down, cut off uh, Anakin's arm. But in the end, Anakin got the best of him. 
He did yep. in the end, but I mean, he got it because Dooku brought it out of him. He was like, right. "Oh, you've got anger, but you don't use it." You know, he almost he was he was kind yeah. of taunting him and daring him to to take that extra step that he needed to cross over to the dark side. Right. So, no, uh, yeah, I think without question, it's Dooku in a fight. Like when Django fought Mace Windu, you could tell how long a bounty hunter would stand up against a real Jedi. Oh, right. <laughs> that's, exactly. that's totally fair. Exactly. That's yeah. totally um, fair. Boba Fett is almost inconsequential to the story itself. I mean, Duke had like a a whole movie about the bounty hunters. That maybe would give me some more depth on. Well, I think that's in the works. Yeah, I think they they made a game of that. I know that. Go see, like, I know Boba Fett has been in a lot of different extended universe stuff. I mean, again, I was always the guy who was happy with the trilogy the way it was presented, didn't need to know anything more, enjoyed um, my Star Wars as it was handed to me. I think he has a whole. in the universe book series. Oh yeah, yeah, he probably does. Sure. Sure. does. I know yeah. there's a thing where he escaped the Sarlacc pit. That's the other thing. Yeah. Boba Fett went out like a punk. Yeah, That's a good pretty much. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. backpack. Yeah. He, he went into the Sarlacc big, pit. Big sandy vagina. Yeah, <laughs> Dooku freaking got laced with two double lightsabers. Yeah, to the neck. Yeah, that's that's well, a, like a man. Mm-hmm. He had no choice. So we have we have two votes for Dooku and one for Boba Fett. Leli, what'd you say? I was going. I was going Boba Fett. I mean, like, Dooku is, that's a good... If you want to go Boba Fett, go Boba Fett. Well, yeah. I, I, well, yeah, I, I, I am. I'm just saying, like... Oh, you are really, going Boba Fett? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm saying that's a really Once good you go argument. Fit, you never go back. Never go, <laughs> never go <laughs> I, just, I just always thought, I always just thought that he was, like you said, he, he did look cool and everything like that, but I mean, you know, like... But outside of the look, yeah, no, I'm going, what makes I'm, him bad? I'm going, I'm going there. Okay. Going there. Get there, boy. Damn, bro. What, you're covering ground we've already covered? He I looks know, cool. I'm just starting. I'm just, all, all right. right. All right, well, look. All right, for, okay, well, for the bit, most part, I mean... He does what it takes to get the job done. It's usually involving taking out good guys. Who did he mean, take out? Well, okay. Well, he, uh, Darth Vader is the one who took who took down Han Solo. All Boba Fett did was track him yeah, and bring him to Jabba. That's it. Yeah, he's a transport guy. That's rough. Hey, <laughs> your bo- your boys in Cloud City, come get him. <laughs> come pick him up. You the transport. Okay, uh, dumb frozen for you. It should be very easy. You should be able to get him to the huts. Now, don't. F- this up. Damn. <laughs> he's no good to me dead. Can we put him in something? <laughs> I, what works for you? He's, he, don't let me Django your ass. In, put him in the Pyrex. Put him in a Ziploc bag. Let's go. Well, what makes him bad? That's what I'm, Someone tell me. He's a, he's a hitman for hire. When you have... And not even what, a hitman, really. When you have what we go for right now saying is the baddest villain in the Star Wars universe telling saying no, no disintegrations specifically to you, doesn't that mean something? No what? Vader came up and uh, told Boba Fett to his face, no disintegrations. Specifically to him, not to the whole, when the, the, the body hunters were assembled on the, on the Star Destroyer. No, that's Vader's way of just saying, don't f*** up. Yeah. <laughs> don't mess this up for me. He wasn't yeah. telling Boba Fett, don't, because Boba Fett's the one who tells him, he's no good to me, dead. In right. other words, Vader, don't kill him, please. Yeah, don't be an idiot and yeah. just kill him no, off. Boba Fett I himself. can't get my no, money from, Bo- from Jabba like this. Because I know you're going to kill him. Don't kill him. I need him alive. That's what Boba Fett he's said. He's going to sell him, man. No. He, he's, he's a pimp. So wait a minute. Wait, 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 Doesn't wait. Boba Fett say to Vader, he's no good to me dead? Yes. I think what Kirk's saying is that somehow Boba Fett has this uh, reputation that he's going to vaporize people all the time. Yeah, but I think why, Vader was just saying it to everybody, yeah. which was... That's hey, what he says to all the bounty hunters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to find out. Right. Vader wanted to find out. Right now to Eric Grubb. All right, team. Huddle up. Huddle up. 
Uh, so this is what we got to do. No vaporizing. So wait, time uh, here. So we're gonna have two for uh, Boba Fett and two for Dooku, and it sounds like Kirk's going with Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Off of what? He did. <laughs> what did he do bad? What makes oh, wow. this guy a bad guy? What did Dooku that was ba- do that was bad? Dooku he is a Sith dark arts. He's a, a Sith Lord. How was he a Sith Lord? He ordered the clones to get made. Uh huh. And he whipped Yoda's ass in a lightsaber fight. But we already said that. He didn't whip who, Yoda's ass. Who, who does he whipped Obi Wan's ass. But he gave Yoda a run for his do money. Light, do excellent lightsaber skills make a bad villain? No, it's no, just but part like, of, like, it's like refined part, lightsaber. I mean, that's part of your art. Yes, the refineness in your dark arts makes you a pretty. I mean, that's I'm, a pretty. I'm not dark. the biggest um, prequel trilogy fan, and um, Attack of the Clones is my my least favorite of all of them. I mean, that's so what you got to judge I, him on because he doesn't may, appear in I the may not be, movies, right? So I may not be remembering correctly, but what else did Dooku do beside all of the clones to get made? He all the orders of, of Sidious. He he ordered the clones to get made. He turned on. Um, he turned on the Jedi Council because he was a like, he was a Jedi. He was a Jedi, yeah. And he turned on them, and he helped uh, organize the, the Bug Crew on. Um what was Mustafar? the name of that planet? I forgot Mustafar? the name. Mustafar, yeah, Mustafar. Mustafar. Okay, so he helped organize them, and he's they got tried- uh, General Grievous under his belt. Yes, they tried to execute Padme, Anakin, and a couple. I mean, people died because of what Dooku put together. Okay, the, the, this I mean, is basically another experience thing. This is basically coming down to experience again, like Vader and Maul. Right now, the clones attacked at that point in time and helped blow the bug army to, to bits, and and they chased down Dooku, which is when he got into the fight. But I mean, that was all Dooku up until that point. He was an integral part of that story. Boba Fett never even need to be named. In fact, I'm trying to remember if his name was ever spoke. Oh, Hans Hans spoke the name Boba Fett. And, uh, Boba, Boba, Fett. Boba, Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. And he was taken down by a blind Han Solo. Yes, I mean he's kind of a pudding. All right, well that kills it. Pudding. Yeah, he's kind of a putting that again in what we saw. I mean, look, my God, what was he doing at the at, when you saw him in Jedi? What was he? He was he was one of Jabba's bodyguards. He was a Gamorrean guard at the end. <laughs> he was, and he was flirting with um with a female Greedo. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go green. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> good that, for him. You're yeah. killing me now. Yeah. So, so is Boba Fett moving on? Right? Uh, let's. Is that what it is? Is that what I'm hearing? Him, dude, I, I don't right, give right. a damn. I mean, like, look. I don't care about Dooku one way or the other, but I mean, Boba Fett never did anything all that evil. This is never. Pretty, this is pretty much coming down to yeah. who had the most screen time. I really think it doesn't matter because whoever whoever gets is not going past the next one anyway. No, it's not. But no, I mean, yeah, still. Yeah. Uh, oh no. Yeah, it, let's it just sh- jump to this one. Yeah, it let's should see. be style over. I yeah. don't. I don't like style over substance. That's, that's all right. So the next pairing we got is Palpatine and Kylo Ren. Oh, God. Can we just all say Palpatine and move on? Thank you. Yeah, Kylo uh, Ren yeah. is a Thank you. Thank no, you. I mean, <laughs> pa- yeah, look, Kylo Ren can stop, like, laser blasts in midair, but I think Palpatine is pretty damn stout. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Palpatine, I mean, Palpatine don't need no Skype to talk to people. He I mean, reigned as, like, Sith number one for the longest time for a reason. Seeing that the previous quote-unquote boring matchup went, like, 20 minutes <laughs> let's just kill this quick uh, you got the impulse control of a fourth grader in Kylo Ren <laughs> and you've got a cold calculating uh, politician uh, politi- yes I mean I, strong with the dark arts very strong with the dark at arts least we yes. at least we didn't get a shirtless Palpatine no oh, right. thank okay, god okay yeah. Well, yeah that's right Palpatine did not have the powers of force now, FaceTime now if that's your fetish that's okay 
You can fantasize about a, a, a you know a shirtless Palpatine. But nobody shirtless told Palpatine both before and people. after this figuration. I thanks guess to Mace Windu, it keeps popping up on my iTunes, like you know the the uh, Last Jedi, Star Wars. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm gonna let yeah, that no, buy it. My nope. Google search, like you know, you know, you know. Maybe if it's nine ninety nine one day, I'll I'll buy it. But geez, no, nine ninety nine ninety nine cents. What you yeah. talking about? This is hard times. Roll back. Roll back. All right, so Palpatine obviously moves on, right? Is any yes. anybody are no, arguing against no, that no, one? No, no, no. All right, so this one actually it was a little tough for me. Uh, we have Grand Marf Tarkin versus Jabba the Hutt. Oh, this was the easy gangster. for me. Was it easy for you? Nah, it was tough. Yeah, it was really yeah, that was pretty easy. Completely easy for me. But I mean, I I had a clear winner on. In for me, it was Jabba. Oh, I, I went with Jabba. Nope. You know, uh, and dude, that's fine. No, no, wait. Kevin is 100% right. It, it, I, I, Dooku, I'll let that go. But if you disagree on this one and you say Tarkin is worse than Jabba, we got a problem. <laughs> you said we <laughs> have We, we got to have a debate because this is no, no. Jabba is Jabba, yeah, way worse. He's a gangster. Ah, he's out he's a gangster. Solo. But he didn't blow up a whole damn planet in front of Princess Leia and be like, yeah, f*** you, bitch. If that's what you're going to hang your hat on, if that's what you're going to hang your hat on as evil, he had a guy push a button and a planet exploded. Okay, so in an instant, billions of lives were were wiped out like as one. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. bad. But go ahead. Yeah. You know what he did to his enemies? Jabba. He watched them get devoured alive with a by rancor. rancor. Blow me the hell up before I get eaten by a rancor. Blow me the hell up before you throw me in a pit where I'm slowly digested over a period of a thousand years. There's a difference between mob justice and political. This would be like saying, <laughs> what's worse? A guy who grabs a machine gun, mows down a crowd full of 50 people, or... A cannibal who captures people and slices them up and eats them, but he only he only ate ten people. Here, I'll take it this way too. All right, so okay, you, you argue about the Death Star. Take away the weapons. Mm-hmm. Take away the weapons, and then you just got you got you know if you want to go with the fighting argument, we'll go with brute force. Um, Grand Marf Tarkin, what's he gonna do? I don't know, yeah. but what can Jabba you know? do? He just keeps hey, kind of chilling. Do you right? want Jabba landing on you? No! <laughs> the last good That's point. the last thing. Grandma's talking. You can lay on my ass all day. But you can run from Jabba. Yeah, but I'll run. suffocate on the Jabba. Yeah, you can run, but you if he run. gets a hold of you, you're not moving. Look, Tarkin ain't all that spry. Come on, let's be I honest. Mean, and he's skinny and he's probably light. I mean, yeah, I'm probably, not voting for, for Tarkin. I'm just saying, I mean, like, no, I mean, yeah. it's not like Jabba the Hutt has, like, you know, Nikes under his tail or something like that. Well, I'm not saying he has yeah. Nikes. I'm, all I'm saying is that when Tarkin murders people, He's not even pushing the button. He needs a big He's weapon. A million miles away. Yeah. He never even sees it. Jabba watches you die. He's, yeah, got, a no, front, he's got a front row seat with his slave. I'm with an <laughs> audience of people. It, if you had a choice, who's going to sentence you to death? Tarkin or Jabba? Who you picking? I already was picking Jabba, but yeah, I mean, I don't look. I don't want no I'm asking Lee. Oh, I'm sorry, because I don't want no boss to chew it on my eye. Oh, I know. <laughs> Lee, who yeah. you picking? No, I, yeah, I mean, you pick up some good points. I'm just... Again, I'm thinking of millions of people as opposed to hundreds of people. Well, that's just pulling it down to a body count. Yeah, but we don't know how many people Jabba's killed. You know, yeah, it could be a lot d- more. I don't think we've he's seen. Yeah, he's definitely more uh, sadistic. Exactly. I don't think Jabba yeah. has killed billions. But like I said, it's the difference between a soldier dropping a bomb in the course of duty, in the course of what they believe is right. They drop a bomb and they blow up an entire city in the course of what they think is right. Jabba, like you said, is sadistic and he likes to watch people die. This is my yeah. house. Yes. Yeah. 
This is Andy's how got pretty things. bad table manners. Girl, go dance while I watch this Ray Cool eat people. That's the thing, and he's got a thing for like half-dressed women hanging all over hey, him. Man, that's pimp. That's yeah. pimp. <laughs> sorry, I mean that's that's almost as good as a smoke jacket. So wait, so me and Danny, pimp. I know we voted for Jabba. What do you guys? Eli's for? voting for Jabba. I'm, I'm oh, okay, Jabba, so Jabba moves on. Right, Jabba yeah, moves on. yeah, Jabba, Jabba. no Perk, baby. What would you have gone with? Y'all don't want them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't want a piece of that. <laughs> I hear you. All right. So the Star Wars universe, we got Darth Vader, Boba Fett, Palpatine, and Jabba moving on to the next round. And we're in the last category, which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe villains. I made sure I specified that, uh, just so you know where we're coming from. And the first pairing we got is Red Skull from Captain America First Avenger versus Eric Killmonger from Black Panther. You know what I like about these brackets is that I intentionally made sure that these first matchups for each one were really good. Yeah, yeah you did. Like you did one. a very good yeah, job setting it up. Because anytime I like the few, when I look at them, I'm like, God damn. I'm like, some of them, like, oh, yeah, I could go through that. That's well, fine. Well, you got to lead off strong, you know? It's well, we we'll definitely lead off strong with Red Skull versus Eric Killmonger. <sighs> so anybody got like, a definite vote that they're going for? Yes, like, this the is, Red Skull. Well, Red Skull's and it's not even close. Yeah, no, I, 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 I have to go with Red Skull. I, <laughs> Hard to beat Nazis for either. I love Killmonger. I do, and they both kind of had the thing of, hey, we're going to expand and you know try to take over, but Red Skull is just, first of all, he just looks evil, just period. Yeah, yeah, in, the sto- yeah in the story, and uh, I've, I know we cannot use other forms of entertainment or media to influence a decision, but I read a book that uh, this dude took out Charles Xavier's brain and used it to take over people. It's like, yeah, even the writers know that this guy you get to go off on. Uh, he was the leader of Hydra, one of the, yes. the, the, the radical, uh, most experimental uh, group of Nazis, or faction of Nazism. Yeah, yes, he well, he's, he's, he's said, pretty much the Nazi. He said, I'm sorry, Nazis, y'all are not quite evil right, enough. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> y'all are good enough for me. You're not cutting it. You're not moving fast enough. We need more death, more destruction, we Adolf. The, so y'all Americans. conquer Europe while I do this thing over here, and we just stay at each other's way, okay? Yes, I'm exactly. going to get this shit y'all and need just mess me, up stuff. I'll be your friend, but I, I got better things to do. I'm sorry. And <laughs> his and his motivation itself is like what kind of cut it for me. Because, uh, like, again, Killbuck is kind of like a, the end. He's a guy who's just like, hey, look, I belong, you know, in Wakanda, but I didn't get the love. And Red Skull's like, hey, look, I know what I've been taught. I'm wiping everybody out. If you're not on my side, you know, uh, that's it. There's not really a, oh, if only I could have been a good guy or anything. like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no empathy you can give this guy <laughs> no and that's exactly because i remember when we did the red the, the review of black panther you and lee yeah. y'all, y'all were just like oh my god he's so sympathetic if he just would have turned good at the end we just wanted to everyone felt so sympathetic towards this guy as if oh my god uh, it wasn't his fault he was bad it was just it was a couple of bad circumstances a series of unfortunate events that led to him being this person and that's why he became bad red skull was born bad yeah he was was bad before he became the Red Skull. Yeah. When he was oh. Johann Schmidt, he was still pretty bad. Jacob Schmidt? 
Yes. Red Skull now. Johan Jigglesworth. He's wearing them shits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's no, there's no argument. That was a, that was a there's tough Leroy one. Leroy Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> He's from that East Side. Schmidt. There's his mama, Mabel Smith. <laughs> He's hot Schmidt. Yeah. No, that dude is no joke, and All he's right. a very formidable opponent. So Red yeah, Skull moves on. What's it? Oh, Red no, Skull I, I moves on. I hand and I hit the fly by mistake. And uh, in the that next, that fly still lives. Yeah, yeah I'm like, on. I let it land right on this bracket. It's right. gonna die right there. I'm, look, I'm waiting myself. Right there, All my right. dog Mao. And the next pairing we got is the Vulture from Spider-Man: Homecoming versus Obadiah Stane from Ironmonger. Sorry, from Iron Man. You know, when we did these brackets, like I remember like we, we talked about doing this and I think it was Kirk who was like, You gotta have Obadiah stay in here. I'm like, I'm not having no Obadiah stay. <laughs> Obadiah. And and nobody named Obadiah should be in this bracket. <laughs> right. But when I Unless sat you're there, Amish. Right. Obadiah. When I sat there and I looked at it, I'm like, well, I guess he's got to be in there. He was part of the first villain. So it, it was it was tough for me to put Obadiah. So, so for all the grief you gave me about the evil queen, there's your Obadiah stay. <laughs> He doesn't go anywhere farther than this, though. Oh, I, you know what? I voted for Obadiah Stane. I was going to say. I voted, I did, I voted I, for Obadiah yeah, Stane, too. Same, I, I same, did. same here. I mean, if anything, I mean, his tech, is, I think, is better than Falter's. Uh, well, you, not only that, well, but... Oh, go ahead, Dan. I'll, 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 let me disagree with Kevin. We, we agree, Kevin and I, on, on him moving forward, but I disagree a little bit because I think everything that... The Vulture, uh, was it Adrian uh, Toomes? Yes. Everything that he made, he made himself. I don't know that... I think Obadiah Stane stood on the accomplishments of Tony Stark. Yeah, I don't know that he could have built that Built by it on himself, right. right. Whereas the Vulture built his own stuff. So I think he was smarter and he built his own equipment. So I, I would put a little bit more stock in, in his abilities, you know, being able to make his own equipment and stuff like that. What, what swayed it for me was that, man, the dude's just trying... He got laid off. He's yeah. trying to feed his family. That's it. Right. I mean, who can't sympathize with a father trying to take care of his family? Now, obviously, you got greedy and stuff, but there was nothing redeeming about Obadiah Stane. I mean, he was... I mean, even at the end, like, you saw where, you know, uh, the vulture got mad because, they're like, you set off this weapon. It was a public place. Families where he could have got killed. Uh, he yeah. could have given up Peter Parker's name. He didn't give up Peter Parker. Yeah. It was well, humanity. Yeah, yeah. 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 Within the vulture that made you sympathize. There was nothing sympathetic about Obadiah. So no, no, he was just Obi was moves pure. on for me. Yeah, yeah no, Obi moves on for me too. About, about I was the same. Not going to vote. About the same thing. That's that's yeah. That's three down because uh, the the main. I, I loved Michael Keaton in this part. Yeah, me too. Um, I lo- I loved it. He, I he, I loved him in that role. I didn't did. think I would. That was awesome. I did. You know what he kind of reminded me? Remember Multiplicity? Yeah. He was like he, like he was like the gruff. That was the one part of him that was like the gruff guy yes. that like fixed everything. Like yeah, let's do it this way. Like I he just, smoked and yeah. yeah, he did the rough stuff. And um, but like he gave Parker a chance. Like when they were in the car with the with his with his daughter, because that was the other thing. I was like, dude, if you kill Parker because he's dating your daughter, I mean, I. I don't know what to say on that. As a dad, I kind of understand. You know, <laughs> um, you pretty much told him, don't mess with me. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, yeah. in other words, he gave the hero a bunch of passes to stay away. Like, villains don't do that. Right, right. They just kind of say, listen, maybe you get one warning out of a villain. Like, okay, maybe. you got yeah. me now, but don't do it again. But this dude gave him a lot of chances. Even when Parker shows up to his lays, like, what the hell are you doing here, man? Yeah. So, yeah, he was a, a good villain for that movie, but no, uh, Obadiah State was just pretty much like a cutthroat guy. He pretty much wanted Stark out the way. He wanted it all, and he did not care about 
his friend. Right. Yeah. So yeah. The vulture was tough, but he wasn't immoral. No, I mean no. If right. Obadiah Stane was immoral. I mean he yeah. he, he turned his best friend. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and actually relished in torturing Tony when Tony couldn't move when he had him paralyzed with that little nerve thingy that he Pummel him in the ground. Yeah, tell him. Yeah, you brought uh, Pepper in this, so I guess I'm going to have to kill her too because I prefer not to. But you did it. It's your fault. And he walks out like, and even the guy, the uh, the terrorist guy, he's like, "Yeah, uh, you can't move now." And guess what's going to happen? We're going to. I mean, he took delight in torturing the people that he was, hurt, uh, you know, when they couldn't do anything to him. So, yeah. and he is responsible for responsible for Iron Man. All right. All right, so Obadiah Stane moves on, and the next pairing we have is Loki versus Ultron. Mm. This one was tougher for Loki me. the mischievous versus Ultron the robot. I, yeah. Okay, now you tell me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Loki eventually like kind of become like a good guy? Depends on which movie you watch. Exactly. Yeah. It's back, okay. it's forth, and that's why I chose Loki as the one to move on because he's so unpredictable. unpredictable. He is just erratic. You never, even when he's sitting there and you swear to God, okay, this is the moment they find, I mean, he suckers you like, in. Psych! What? Then he's like, psych! Yep. Suckers you in every single time, man. Huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ultron, he's a computer. Yeah, he can morph himself in, through the internet and stuff into other computers and whatnot, but in the end, he's still defeatable. And as high, yeah, and as highly intelligent as Ultron is, he's almost like a kid. Right. He's, he's, uh, he sings a Pinocchio song. Yeah, he knows, he's got like a lot of, uh, you know, uh, data, and he knows a lot of things, but he has no real world experience. Like, when he rips a dude's arm off, he's like, oh, well, I'm sure that's okay. I mean, like, he doesn't know... <laughs> What he's doing, I mean, he, he has a um, a childlike appreciation of how the world works. So, right. uh, whereas Loki, I, I man, Loki would have this dude under a spell like in two seconds. Yeah, I, I gotta say, yeah, Loki's definitely a lot more craftier. Hence the name. I, I he's get not that. dead. No. I mean, you can't. You have trouble killing the dude. Even Ultron's uh, motivation, though, is is kind of pure. Like. What Ultron is, in effect... It's like War is, Games. Yes! <laughs> Would you like yeah. to play a game? At the end of the day, it's like, it's bad programming. It was a faulty program yep. that was... Uh, Tony Stark erred in, in making this program that interpreted data and was like, okay, so to save the world, I have to kill the humans because the humans are the biggest threat. The biggest threat right, in yes, the world. So the we'll world, repopulate yeah. the world. So the, even the cause is noble if you look at it from his point of view. Whereas with Loki, it's just like, nah, man, I want to rule Asgard, I'll rule Earth, I'll rule Sakaar, I, whatever, I want to rule something, <laughs> anything. And still, like, even to, like, the last movie, when I watched Ragnarok, I'm like, okay, he's a good guy now. And nope, he turned on Thor, nope. sure enough. Yeah. And then he turned back before the movie was, I mean, there was, you just can't predict that guy. See, that, and that's, and that's a very good point. Um, that's three of us for Loki, right? It sounds like. I'm, I'm all in for I Loki. Know, I was all in for Loki. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, are you, you sure? I mean, like, what, me? you seem yeah. kind of. If you were on the fence. I was, yeah, I was, I was on the fence, but I mean, I, I like that Ultra was singular, but he pretty much laid it, you know, you pretty much laid it out. I mean, so you're going for Loki. Well, Loki's obviously the most powerful one, two out of them. He would, if he's given power, he would use okay. it in a pretty bad way. Well, he, but, he is a god. Yeah, he is a god. We haven't gotten to that point of view. Yeah, yeah, I was working. And it looks like in Infinity War, he ends up giving the giving the Terrasac to, um, to Thanos. Yeah, that's, that makes it pretty bad. Looks so like Terrasac? 
That's what did I said. Terror sacks. <laughs> yeah, terror said the terror, terror sacks. Sack. As long as it wasn't a pair of sacks. Me, <laughs> yeah. what would you have voted it's for? It's a tesseract. Right? I, I'd go with Loki in the Pokemon. That's a terror sack. The terror sack and the tesseract. Lee, you're going with you're going Loki. Loki, Loki. You're going Loki. Loki okay, Loki. so Loki would have moved on either way. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Loki moves on, and the last pairing we have in this group is Hella versus Ronan the Accuser. This is uh, another tough one. Dude, you're, you're not kidding. This one kidding. was tough to me. Very this one, tough. I voted against my heart. My heart wants to say Ronan. I went for Hella, yeah. I, I, I went with Hella because I'm like, man, she should, she's a god. She's way too powerful. Like, Give Ronan the infinity, the power stone that he uses, and I'm right there with you. We Ronan. were yeah, just that, talking that, yeah. about that earlier today. We were just kind of like argue, spitballing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you take the if you take the each individual as they are without any external things, mm-hmm. I mean, Hela comes with what she is. Ronan is because of the stone, and, and that and, and we're being consistent because that's taken as Kirk put it, the terrorist act away <laughs> oh, from oh. Red Skull, right? <laughs> 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 so that's we're being consistent and this is and this is actually like almost like the opposite of the Star Wars thing it was almost like Hella got less screen time than Ronan did oh yeah she was hella bad yeah <laughs> yeah but in she, that screen time she was she did yeah she did she a lot of damage she displayed her strength and, time and time again but yeah. can I say like I hated her headdress like that that it yeah. looked like it should have been hanging on Gaston's wall yeah I was like just I leave your head down hated her look She's a ten point buck. Whereas I <laughs> loved Ronan's look. It's yes. like the Boba Fett argument. Yeah. But unlike them, I didn't go with like you could have oh, went with Flash. Cool. You could go with Flash. No, no, I, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to be objective. No I'm, style over substance. I know. I'm because just I'm a little thoughtful. style. Come on, now let's get a little Snoke jacket in there. Now, <laughs> uh, my heart wants to go. I thought Ronan was a badass villain. I, I would go with Ronan all day. Personal favorite is absolutely Ronan. Yeah. Being objective. It's the Darth Ball. Good. It's the it's the Darth, good. It's the Darth Ball Vader argument, pretty much. It's like you love this one, but you got to go with this one. I mean, it look, is. it is once and the, and the thing is too is like once she broke Thor's hammer, like I was like, yeah, well, well damn. Yep. I mean, I, I was kind of like, oh come on, really? <laughs> yeah, you took it like that. Okay, well you well, know what are you, God of Hammers? God of Hammer. But I mean, but, you know, uh, yeah. So, but every time she showed up, she was killing everybody. Well, she but, was. Forget that, E. They had to destroy Asgard just to take her out. True. That's how powerful she was. It's like, fuck, had we got to take down a planet <laughs> yeah. to allow, just yeah. to take this b- out. Nobody could really they stop had to, her. They had to allow Ragnarok to happen in order for yes. her to be yeah. That was the only way to kill her. Loki couldn't do it. Thor couldn't. Even combined, they couldn't Hulk do it. Hulk was dead. He really wanted no people. Yes, they had to destroy their own planet just to take this bitch out. Yeah. No. Yeah, she's, yep, she's that's like pretty the, much it. She's like the Maleficent of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm with All you. All right, so for this and one, we... Don't, don't yeah, forget sir. that Ronan got beat in a dance-off. <laughs> <laughs> so he ain't that, you he ain't do that it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dang. So. He took right, the centipede. So I can't beat that. We got Red Skull, Obadiah Stane, Loki, and Hela moving on to that round. Yes. So now okay. we're going into next round. Yes. So things are going to move a little bit more right. quicker. Mm-hmm. And so here we go. Disney villains. Uh, we got Maleficent versus Frollo. I'm going to go with Frollo. Maleficent. I'm going with Maleficent too. Yeah. There's no doubt. Lee, wait, Lee chose Frollo. I chose Frollo. Really? I look, Okay. So I think Lee's probably right in that Frollo is the more complex and yes, evil. and I, the thing is, like, 
Maleficent to me is pretend. Frollo, there's people like this in this world. Okay. And, and that's where but, I'm approaching it from. hundred like percent. That, that evil exists in the real world. Yeah, hundred percent agree with Las Vegas here. Let me tell you my one problem with Frollo, and this is why I chose Maleficent to move on, because the name on the top of this bracket says best Disney villain. And, yeah, and Frollo one of a, these uh, things is not, not like the other. Maleficent, right. Maleficent is, is an original Disney creation. Quintessential Disney Frollo feels out of place. Well, he was based on the old movie, too. Right. Yeah. So I this, get that. Yeah. Well, even so, I mean, Maleficent in her universe is probably normal. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's probably, probably in the, ver- the universe that she exists in. That's a normal thing to have some creature like that that can turn into a dragon. Yes. Yes. We can't visualize that because we're not of that world, but I mean, I'm going to give credit where it's due. It's like, you know, Maleficent's probably okay. And obviously she has powers and Frollo has really not not much in the he, way of power. No. All I he mean, got is the power of love. Manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> so I got... Thank you, Huey Lewis. Thank you. So Lee's got Frollo, Maleficent, Maleficent, Lee. I mean, uh, Eli? Yeah, Maleficent. Oh, uh, because yeah. Maleficent moving on. All right. Maleficent moving on. Kirk gave two thumbs up. So obviously he thought right. Lee was wrong. All right. So male Fissent <laughs> goes on. And so the next pairing we <laughs> got... Male <laughs> We Don't got Scar. Male fisting. <laughs> male fisting. Uh, we got Scar versus. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Uh, All right. So Very next well pairing, we got Scar and Ursula. 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 Ursula for it's me. Ursula. Ursula. Yeah. I don't even know that we need to talk about this, do we? I mean, Ursula. Killing my bracket. All right. So Ursula. Wait, you pick Scar over Ursula? Yes. You are insane. How's Ursula would eat Scar? <laughs> probably so. A little scar tartar. And probably spit him out because he's like, man, there's not much there but skin and bones. Not only would she outsmart him, I mean, she just, she, she's more powerful than him. She's more charismatic than him, that voice. Oh, my God. And I Eli, still Eli. get caught up in that voice. Jeremy Irons is good, but he's no uh, Ursula. Uh, Eli, Ursula's Pat a, Elsa's a, um, Ursula's a healthy woman. Oh yeah, minus she the healthy. minus the you know the tentacle thing. I mean, you know, she has a though. very <laughs> strong resemblance yeah. to his ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, that, she that, does. That, hey. that, the hair is kicking. She got them curves. <laughs> yeah, she got them curves. They yeah. say, she knows how to work them too. They say that Ursula was based upon divine. I say uh, Ursula was based upon Eli's ex-wife. Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't don't get me started. <laughs> minus the tentacles, unless you're counting the wow. hands that go after my wallet. Wow. I just. Ooh, yeah. Hey, hey, all right. so, hey I, I'll have right. power speak the truth. I so, might open it up. All right, so moving on to the Pixar bracket, we got lots of Hug and Bear versus Ernesto de la Cruz. Ernesto. Thank you. I'm going to go with Ernesto as well. Yeah, I will, I will go with Ernesto. Originally, I had Sid over Ernesto, so my brackets got reversed, and yeah, between those two, you got to go with Ernesto. Lotso never actually killed anyone. He didn't, and Lotso is a really... I mean, if you look at it, like, a lot of people talk about Lotso being this devious, mean, evil villain, and I'm like, Lotso probably has the most sympathetic story of anybody in the bunch. I mean... Ernesto is just I mean, bad. He, he's Ernesto, just, yeah. Those toys are going to get discarded. Well, it's toys versus families. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, yeah. That's true, too. That comes down to it. All right, so Ernesto moves on. I would have voted for Ernesto as well. Um, the next pairing we have in this bracket is Hopper versus Syndrome. Mm. Syndrome. I'm going yeah. with Syndrome. Syndrome. Yeah, Syndrome. That's an easy one for Syndrome. I mean, Hopper is just a, you know, like a bully gangster kind of guy. But Syndrome, Syndrome would step on him. That would be the end of it. There's more evil. Yeah. <laughs> Fight no, he, say he can send a robot and say, here, kill or one of his mm-hmm. henchmen. So here, take care of this. Let's bring him to the lava and just do him in. 
Syndra moves on in that bracket, and we move back over to Star Wars. Here we go. We got Darth Vader versus Boba Fett. Vader, really? Yeah. Y'all killed any fun we could have had with Dooku. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't want a three-hour show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got the next one. Well, Palpatine versus Jabba. Okay, really? Anyway, going to argue for Jabba? Palpatine. Exactly. Right. I'll give Jabba a vote just because we're both healthy. <laughs> just because you both have fatty livers. Both have fatty livers. I'm sure he's got a fatty liver. It's a fatty liver bond. I empathize, so I'll give Jabba a vote. So yeah, but Bapple team moves on. All right. So that took care of that bracket. And next off, we have the Red, Red Skull. Skull versus Obadiah Stane. And I was going to say Skull as well. I'll say Skull. Skull. Red Skull. It's nice when you don't even have to debate. Well, and we pretty much did it all. You know how this works. It's like done. the first round. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, the debating is all done. It's really well. Yeah. Here we go. This Here's is kind of tough. The battle of the gods. This Loki isn't tough. Versus Hella. Why is the this battle? Tough? The battle of the hairdressers. I'm trying to build up some drama. Who's got the better hairdress? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Well, it's Hella all it's day. Hella. Yeah. No, Hella, Hella dominates that one. Yeah. For sure, you can see it in the movie. Loki obviously. was there. He got his butt whipped just the same as Thor did. They had yeah. to go. Absolutely. No, you're right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're here at the round of four. We're down with four left in this bracket, and we're going to go to the Pixar Disney side. We have, I'm sorry, round of eight. Sorry, sorry. Round of eight. Uh, We have Maleficent versus Ursula. Now, this is tough. Mm. Wow. They both get taken down by sharp objects. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't help. Just for the sake that one looks like my ex-wife, I'm going for Maleficent. Uh, you mean Ursula? I think you would say Ursula because you would say there's Ursula's no more evil. Way. I'm not giving her any props. Well, I know there's a reason. I, I think he there means that. No way in hell your ex-wife looks like Maleficent. No, I'm saying because Ursula looks like I want. I want one oh, person win in my ex-wife. life. I can't okay. have one okay. small win. One small person <laughs> win. She didn't turn up in anything else away. I look at got the shirt on my back and the shoes on my feet. But you're supposed to be talking about evil. <laughs> yeah, good point. I'm going to go Ursula. I'm with Lee. I'm going Ursula. All right. I, uh, you know, uh, Maleficent, man, um, Maleficent is great. And she's that quintessential Disney villain. And I know they build her up as like the uh, Empress ultimate, of Evil. Yeah. Uh, and she says it. I mean, you deal with me, you deal with all the powers of hell. But I never got to see that in that movie. I mean, she really, I mean, she commands a you know, bunch of uh, pig minions that are kind of idiots. Whereas Ursula, my God, that voice, that charisma she talks people into selling their souls she has a cave full of rotting polyps <laughs> <laughs> polyp ridden mermaids it's like a big sick anus yes <laughs> wow ursula is just so vile and evil and that performance is just so exquisite it's ursula to me okay i'm gonna toss it to kirk i'm gonna take maleficent i'll take maleficent Oh, oh, really? oh, wow. oh wow. crap. I should have went with Ursula. Damn. Got that one win. <laughs> yes. No complaints. Either one is tough. It's huh? a tough uh, That's tough. a very tough one. Uh, but yeah, I, I would still go You're Ursula taking Melissa. Day. No kidding. You know, if I was a tiebreaker, I would have probably would have went with Ursula. I think. Well, then, dude, you got to change your vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to cast it. Whatever. Basically, you what you're saying it? is, I'm giving my vote to Kirk because I would do this. But now that Kirk's voted this way, I would rather do this so that way Ursula wins. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> wow, he just straight up on you. 
That's that host. That's that host magic. So technically, it's three to two. Ursula wins. Ursula would have went for it. But yeah. Maleficent moves on. This is so rigged. <laughs> Holy crap! You have destroyed the integrity of this bracket, sir. I know. Yes. Wait, come on, no, no, come on. Rush, no, Rush, no, you know, it, this one. That, that was tough it's, for me. That was that was a tough one. And you got you can say you got you back it up. Eli is just voting because he wants to spurn his ex-wife. <laughs> I want some justice. I mean, Kirk, what's your explanation? <laughs> Is there a good one amongst the bunch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's not unheard of for us to have a A, a, a bad opinion? Yeah, you're change. right. No, no. What? Damn. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it happens, but I mean, it's not unheard of for us to say I'm, one I'm thing. I support my brother Elon. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not unheard of to say, oh, yeah, I was going to go this way. And then you hear an argument like, yeah, that's a good point. And then you change. I mean, we've done that before. That's, that's why we have Kevin changed, but... But then Kevin's like, but I don't want to change the way you changed, but you didn't change. Yeah, it's you know, you like a butterfly. He's in transition. Yeah. <laughs> what do you actually you want, Ursula? I'm, I'm Maleficent, but I identify as Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep, dude. Come on, Caitlin, pick a side. <laughs> decision. No, it was like an inch over. It's like I would have taken Ursula, <laughs> an but inch I don't know. Over. I was an inch over. If like a it's more than an inch. Give yourself some credit. What do you want? Yeah, come on. What do you? But that's right. one. I, I think. I think I probably. We're gonna re. You want to reset it? We want to. All right. Let's, okay. Let's revote. 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 Everybody right. being logical. I vote Ursula. Eli, you vote. I gotta be logical now. This you is too just much work. gotta make. Come Maleficent. On. Maleficent. Lee Lastavica. Ursula. Ursula. Kevin Stoke. I am going with. Let me just look here real quick. You just had this discussion, bro. I know, I know, but I'm just making sure. All right, take your time. Because I want to say Ursula. Can we talk more about Eli's ex wife while you do Let's that? Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> My wallet cringes as you say these words. No, now. but that's what I'm saying. Maybe you, the evil will dawn upon you and you'll be like, oh, wait a minute. I'm voting to stop the evil, not to embrace the evil. I just I, I'm taking Ursula. All right. Okay. So yeah, Ursula's moving on. She yeah. still wins. Take that, Kirk. <laughs> you were neutralized. <laughs> you were neutralized like a man. She still. That wins. shows you, yeah. 2014 idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. T- I had to take it out of the 2014 idiots and terrorists. <laughs> Oh, by man. the way, listeners, Kirk walked in and he had a backpack on and he has a, a run Disney shirt on that says, I did it. But the, the strap of the backpack was hiding part of it. So I said, does your shirt say 2014 idiots? Because <laughs> I saw the I did it and it looked the words are very close together. It looked like idiot. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ursula moves on. And then the next bracket we got Ernesto versus Syndrome. 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 I want to say syndrome. Yeah, he killed too many. Supers. He killed super. Yeah. That's, that's like a, yeah. I was gonna say it's the Marvel guy. Ernesto he, killed one guy, made a widow of one yeah. child, and he still got taken out family. by a bell twice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How no. many widows did syndrome? I make? don't like seeing superheroes die. All right, so now we're over at the Star Wars area. And we have Darth Vader versus Palpatine. Oh, this boy. might be another I like. Think you know? I, have, I think I just got to go with Palpatine, dude. I mean, again, in the, in the end, Vader redeems himself. Yeah, he stops being evil. Palpatine was evil up to the end. Okay, I'm going to disagree, not strongly, but I will disagree with Lee here because I think Vader was more evil. I mean, think about it. Vader tortured his own daughter. Vader cut off his own son's hand. Vader. I mean, not every family is perfect, Danny. Huh? 
family. We all got issues. We all have our own dysfunctional families. Talk to me when your kid turns eighteen, okay? (laughs) I'm with you. Get a job. You you try to lead him in one direction. He wants to go the other direction. At least taking it personal. Grades in school. You don't want to take your son to the One Direction concert. Let Let him do it. Okay. Are you having trouble over there, Ling? You you want to send little Larry Lastavica and little. Uh, Lemmy Lastavica over to live over here. Larry Lastavica. <laughs> Larry Lastavica. <laughs> How many Lastavicas they got over there? I don't oh, know. I got, three. I got three. Oh, wow. Alba's choked right there. Lemmy Lastavica. Got Laura Lastavica, Lemmy Lastavica, Larry Lastavica. <laughs> Liddy Lastavica. <laughs> Chiquanda. Lawanda Page Lastavica. <laughs> All right, so we got, so Danny's got Vader. Uh, <laughs> Lee's got Palpatine. I'm going with Vader. I, you know, what's tough is like Vader has to listen to Palpatine, though, right? So isn't that like evil listening to like yeah, but he, evil? Who kills Palpatine? It's Vader. Vader, yeah. Vader kills Palpatine because he's a good guy, now. but not because no. he's evil. Well, not you're right. Not necessarily because he's evil. Right. I mean, he does go ahead and and it's, that's tricky. Embrace right? his inner goodness, but at the same time, like I said, I think Vader had to sacrifice a lot more of himself. I think Palpatine was already there. He was he was born evil. Vader sacrificed everything he had as a man. He lost his children, he lost his wife. Hide your kids, hide lost your kids, hide your kids, hide your wife. He lost I mean, his arms and his legs. Yeah, he lost his arms and his legs. <laughs> Vader went through a lot of sacrifice and grief and anguish that led him to the dark side, whereas Palpatine, yeah, he got disfigured towards the end, but he was already evil. But I mean, you see that you're sympathizing with the character, which I'm is what kills it. I'm, I'm, I'm finding what makes somebody more evil. What makes you evil, like, to me, is... Personal so nature law. versus nurture. Yeah, it's a whole. Well, nature. I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. and then oh, Vader wow. took okay. it upon himself to kill younglings. Yes, you know, Palpatine well, he was ordered. He was ordered. He to was kill ordered, younglings. but you know, it's not like Palpatine went and did it. No, I mean, it's yeah. kind of like Jabba. Here, go kill these guys. Exactly. Hey, wait, hold on. I got an argument I thought of earlier. Taking that statement, that that argument right there, Vader. Uh, all Palpatine did was order Vader to do this. Yes. Vader carried it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, don't want to throw politics into it, but Hitler didn't kill anybody. Right. He ordered people to kill, but Hitler was evil. Mm-hmm. So, Same with Charles Manson. Same thing. Manson didn't kill anybody. He ordered people to kill people. But, but Manson's evil. So the emperor, he ordered Vader to kill people. So wouldn't that make the emperor I more evil? So it's like, what's more if, evil, the mentality or the action? If all the you who carries out the orders or the one who gives the orders. This goes back to what we were talking about before, though. If all you want to judge it by is a body count, it's the whole Tarkin versus Jabba thing. Oh, if, if you're going to argue it by body count, sure. If you're going to argue it by ruthlessness, aggression, um, immoral activity, uh, betraying everything that you are personally inside... I got to go with Vader. If you're going to talk about embracing that which you already are, it's Palpatine. He's just living up to what he is. So who has the better conviction of being evil? I I, I would go with Palpatine on that. That would be my deciding I factor. I would agree with you. That I think I think Palpatine has embraced evil from the start, but he never had to sacrifice anything to get to that. Well, he, well Where, Vader chose evil. Okay, in, yes. in a matter of words, yeah. Okay, he well, chose evil out of love. His love perverted him. For his mom, yeah. For his love for his mom and his, his wife. His wife, yeah. All, yeah. Right, all right, well, okay, well, let me throw this at you then. Okay, so Palpatine has 
power. He's pretty much the embodiment of power. He could have used that power to benefit a lot of people like he was starting to do in the prequels, right? But then he's just like, nah, I kind of want to take this in a different direction. And he pretty much alters everything in a more subtle kind of way. Granted, he's not like Mr. Action like uh, Darth Vader would be to carry everything out. But he has greater influence and an evil purpose. No, he, you're right. He's very Machiavellian in the way he, he lays out his plot and, and brings people into his fold, and that is his power. But could he instill fear and rule a universe? I mean, keep in mind, Palpatine doesn't even show up until, really until part three. I mean, he, he makes a slight appearance on, on a video screen in part two. But are you, who's fearing Palpatine? Until you get to the third act of Jedi. All right. And you're like, this feeble old man, this is what the Emperor is, really? That's all it is? And all of a sudden, he starts shooting lightning, and he's taking down Luke. And suddenly, you're like, oh, okay, this old man can bring it. I, I don't know. Up until then, who are you fearing? The Emperor does not control all of Darth Vader's actions. What Darth Vader does, a lot of it is his own call. I mean, there's a saying, the greatest trick the devil pulled was proving he didn't exist. Thank you, Kaiser Sose. <laughs> That's the second time I've been called that today. I'm not is, making is that, that the up. second time you used that quote today? <laughs> no, I wish I had. That would have been awesome. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I still have to go with Palpatine on, on that. Just for the, the sake of influence, that's my deciding yeah, we can go back that. and forth, but no, I'm going to go with Vader. Yeah. So, okay. Vader, Vader, Eli's got Palpatine, Lee? Palpatine. Oh, it's we got a tiebreaker. Goes to Kirk. This is why you're here! <laughs> Vader versus Palpatine. What say you, sir? This dude is turning red Don't right now. Don't be perverted by the argument of power over... Like, okay. Who sacrificed more, Kirk? No, Kirk. Who has the ability to steer who the suffered, story? Who suffered for his evil? He steered, Who's so ugly that he needs a mask? He steered the story. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thank you, Kevin. Who's yeah. got to spend his weekends in back team <laughs> I mean, Palpatine could probably walk into a bar and be all right. But, you know, you, know you, you get Vader going in there, a bar without a mask. You know, hey. I don't know. Palpatine's not exactly like, you know, what spring do they call chicken. It's not back team. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not back team. It's like back to. I was going to say, but it's back team. <laughs> back team. Because he got the, the burns. I thought that was funny. I mean, look, you know, Palpatine. No Palpatine. one acknowledged that. <laughs> yeah, I got some, I got some aloe vera. Yeah. <laughs> Clean that up for me. Put some plusing on it. Yeah, fix right, that, Kirk. Up. What All you right, got? Kirk. This is tough. Come I know. Who dude. lost legs and arms and children and wives? Who betrayed their friends? Who, who betrayed swayed, their friends? Who swayed Obi-Wan. the story? Who has? Who sits on the throne with a cane and is still able to who's, manipulate evil? Whose mama will be more upset? <laughs> well, we don't get to we, see the Empress Mama, well, Kevin. That, that's that's something in my head. We know Vader's backstory. We know what turned him into Vader. We don't know what turned Palpatine into Palpatine meet, because he's inconsequential. He's power. And he's an older man already. He's power. No, who, who caused? All right, who's worse? The like again, if you have a. I don't want to throw out politics. He's inconsequential. He's, he's invented to redeem Vader. He has. He's there. Okay, that man, this is foil. But he he actually steers the course of the story. If he is not who. The cor- Palpatine. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he yes, does. He does. No, he doesn't. From episode one, who on, brings, he who? steers. He no. created that whole trade federation 
trouble they had in the beginning. So you're thinking he's the that background all, guy that's driving everything? That's yes. what I'm saying. He steers the he he's steers the story. Story one on. He's he's well, Illuminati. That comes with other craps, right? That's what I'm he saying. He drove the whole story. Again. He created Darth Vader. Go look. All right, we we could go back and forth. We, we and we're doing it, but it's it's up to you. <laughs> so, Kurt, it sounds like you're going with Palpatine. I will go with Palpatine. Really? Damn. Oh, okay. Well, Palpatine moves on. Daddy's getting flushed again. Here he goes. No, you all right? I'm not, you all right now? I'm not right? gonna. I'm not gonna argue this at all. You gonna kill that fly now? Huh? It's a tough choice. If, if, if he would land over here, but for whatever reason, he seems to be gravitating towards the bullshit on this side. <laughs> 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 bullshit or true shit? True shit. Oh man! Don't make Kevin out of time. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a lot. That was a dude. Pain that was, but that was a tough. That, that was, was a tough so call. Edited. Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was. I told. I said it on the show. I said I think we cuss more on this show than any show we have. No, but it was just that one segment that was a pain in the butt to edit. Yeah. There was a lot. I will. I will change that segment. But for y'all the sake are insane, of by the way. Well, that's Vader has layers. Palpatine is. Come on now. <laughs> Vader's like Shrek. He's got yeah. layers. But it's not for him that this so, guy's not created. But. All right, so moving on, uh, we're going to go into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have Red Skull versus Hela. All right, this is where, again, and, and these idiots will probably go with the whole power thing again. But Skull, I mean, come on, Adolf Hitler's best buddy. He believes in a master race. I mean, you got to look past power in this one. This is just about evil. This dude believes in so what, a super- What's Hela's motivation? What? What's Hela's motivation? To rule Asgard and the Nine Realms. Okay. That doesn't help. That was why you interrupted <laughs> me. Yeah, really? I'm just trying to put a perception You on. You interrupted me for that? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> that look, I, the whole thing with the I know. Halt. See, that's how that's that's <laughs> who's Hella. What, what did she do? What she did? did what's her <laughs> resume? <laughs> She's a hella back girl. Yeah, hella back girl. Hella back girl. Yeah, hella back girl. Watch that. I crush your hair. All right, so we got we got one vote for Skull. Uh, look, Skull is a megalomaniac. I, look, Skull so obsessed with his own power, whereas Hella. <laughs> She feels like she got slighted from because Odin didn't include her in the, yeah, his reign yeah. going forward. Look, yeah. we where we disagree in Star Wars, we agree in Marvel. Uh, absolutely, I'm I will go with Skull. Don't try and make nice with me. No, don't. I ain't trying to make nice with you now. That's a different part of the bracket. Welcome to the dark side. This is always the dark side, buddy. <laughs> I, I was. I would have voted for Skull. Yeah, I would have voted you. for Skull. Thank Boy, you, you going to get out of the Skulls? Who are you voting for? We brothers. You know, uh, I mean, we, we brothers. I was going Red Skull, too. I mean, he actually, when I did my brackets, is the comes down to the bottom. So Really? Yeah. Because Red Skull uh, won it for you? He all Marvel to me. No like oh, okay. I'm with Lee on that, yeah. All right, so we now are, now we're down to the final four. Oh. Final four. And we have hey. from the Disney Marvel, of Disney villains, Ursula versus the Pixar villains, Syndrome. Give me Ursula. I'm going with Ursula. I was just about to say that Ursula for me. More unfortunate souls, man. That voice, that performance, that evil. Ooh, she, every word dripping with evil. Mm. Syndrome. <laughs> I like. I like him as a villain, but look, he, he's, a, he's a spurned little eight-year-old boy. He's got cape. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. This that comes out of motivation. I, I'll let Lee. I'll let Lee be the. No, I'll, I'll go Ursula too. Okay. Oh, there right. you go. Who'd you avoid it for? Um, he I, wants to vote for Syndrome. Yes, I want to vote for Syndrome. <laughs> now you I can. Do. There you go. Thank you. 
He was hoping <laughs> he was hoping League deadlocked us again. Yeah, I was I was gonna go for so the we could add another forty minutes onto the show. Yes. All right, so now we got Palpatine versus Red Skull. Palpatine from Star Wars, of course, and Red Skull versus the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Red Skull. Give me Red Skull. I got Red Skull. Okay, cool. That way I don't have to decide. Because I don't know enough about Red Skull, but I would have put Palpatine, but that's all good. Wait, wait. You would have voted Palpatine over Red Skull? Just because I don't know that much about him. I know he's a a Nazi, and he looks like a skull, so that's scary. And he's red. That's all I know about. Man, him, we so. pretty much argued about this for like the last <laughs> true. hour. I don't no, we know. Did not, like, we didn't really argue about Red Skull. He just kept moving on. Again, admitting <laughs> ignorance of a character is not a good excuse to vote against him. <laughs> That's just why you wait. I, I want to so, make sure I hammer that point home. Yeah. Just because you don't know anything about a character does not give you cause to vote against him. We knew we were going to be doing this topic for him. like two weeks. Go watch a movie. It's All a good right. movie. Well, even but <laughs> even it. even past that, it's just it's just a fact of hey, look, if you're not too sure, you just you know. Let us just kind of run it all out and hammer everything out. You're like, all right. And that's what I did. That's why. Well, but you still said you didn't know. <laughs> well, besides that, if it, if, right, it, if it had yeah. been Darth Vader versus Red Skull. I'd have still went Red Skull. Yeah. Really? I would have gone Red Skull. I probably was. Yeah. My, my, my bracket said Vader versus Red Skull, and it went to Skull. Hmm. Very cool. Kevin, yeah. you, you would have gone Vader. I huh? don't know. I don't know. I, w- I probably would have gone Red I mean, the Skull's pretty damn evil. Yes. You know, embodied, and they're still good in Vader. So that yeah. skull probably yes. was still one. Do you know every yeah. time? That's the thing. Like, so I knew from the beginning that Vader wouldn't win at all. I mean, look, every time the yeah, red skull, that, like Vader wouldn't make it past like the first round. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, you no. got me there. <laughs> all right, guys, so we're down to the final two: evil versus evil, dripping on both sides of the fence. Okay, Ursula versus Red Skull. Again, it's called best Disney. Villain, and to me, Ursula is the quintessential. Come on, did Disney, Disney has them both? Disney villain. has them both. Disney has them. Both. They have them both in their wheelhouse, but one is quintessential Disney, and one is not. Come and on, you can't use that as your last one. Right? I'm, I'm using that as my last one. I am absolutely using that as my last one. Skull. Ursula. Oh, but that, that, well, I, I guess the discussion's over. No, it's not over. <laughs> just like, damn, man. You can't use that because it's a Disney villain, though, right? I mean, right? Yes, we can use that. That's what we're trying to That's the whole point of this exercise. So basically, like, it's either your family or your stepfamily. Yes. That's cool. <laughs> As the Marvel you're, you're guy. You're redheaded I'm stepchild. Little, I'm like, that's kind of cool. Lee's your redheaded stepchild. So, it, okay, so let's just say we just went best villain no disney okay best villain best villain based on what we've seen here you still you still say ursula and it, there's nothing disney about this uh i don't know i don't want to delve too much into that but just the fact you're that saying like a movie an, movie in an evil would, contest character character i would say ursula <sighs> i would uh, yeah i, I mean I, 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 ursula okay kevin's right one of them they're after your eternal soul, and you sit there and wither and rot away for all eternity in their garden of souls. The other one, I mean, if you don't like it, he kills you. That's it. Well, if, it's not, if it's not for Skull, then Ursula has nothing to eat, I guess. What? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Turning people into fish food? Or? Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> so you got, like, red algae I'm just about, like, souls and everything. I mean, I hear that. I mean, it's, but it's just, a, it's still about taking lives, whether it's afterlife or, or 
life. So, right? but, yeah, no, I mean, but like, Reskull kills you, you go off to heaven and you be with the angels or whatever. Ursula kills you, she doesn't really kill you. She just, you rot for all eternity in her garden. I mean, she tricks you, she gives you hope, and then takes it all away by entering into crooked deals with you, taking advantage of you while you're at your weakest. I, that is just evil. Now, I get it. Like, you know, look, you're talking about Adolf's best friend <laughs> with Red Skull, so I'm with you on that. But again, it's the Disney aspect of this that, that puts it over the top for me for sure. But even if I was and be a closer vote, even if I was to you know, look at it, you know, head to head. That's fair. Yeah, I would probably still go with her. Yeah, I, now, I think in the end, you know, you can have a, a discussion about the quote-unquote body count and things like that. But when it comes down to the actual act of being evil, now I'm not saying anything good about Nazis or good about Red Skull, but this is just one side of a war compared to another side. This is East versus West, North versus South, Red versus Blue. Rocky so versus Drago. <laughs> I'm just saying, where are we going? Living in America. Daniel versus, Daniel versus uh, what's his Chocolate. name? Goliath. Johnny. Johnny, so, yeah. Someone's going to win and someone's going to lose. Someone's going to get killed. Miyagi versus Sato. You in a whole other way to, They're not trying to keep your soul from you. They just want to kill you because they don't understand that you're blue and they're red. Well, I give you... Well, it, you know, for, for, for my point, it's... Uh, um, when doing the research I had, I had one article that described Red Skull as like a god wannabe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ursula is, is. Well, <laughs> that is. Yeah, that's there's, true. There, there's no doubt that she is that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, I mean, she's not a god. She's a sea witch. Mm-hmm. They both want to rule the world, but, you know, Red Skull wanted to rule it as a god. Mm-hmm. But Ursula has capable, totally capable of ruling the world as a witch. Ursula, a has, witch. Ursula has her own capabilities of magic. Red Skull needs to. Tesseract? Tesseract. The te- Terrastack. Yes, that thing. Yes. You're welcome. No, you told that, that you're, that's a totally good point. Red Skull is just a weird-looking man. He's a soldier. Who smiles when he does evil things, just like Ursula does. Well, I think Skull is about as evil as evil comes, but up against Ursula. And Ursula does and everything this- herself. Except for the two, um, what, two eels? Yes. Red Ursula Skull has a whole, whole army. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Ursula even tries to give uh, Ariel some hope. She does, but then just as she's getting close, she just takes it right away. Yeah, uh, Red Skull never makes you believe no. in him. Never <laughs> no. makes you think he's a friend. Never make you think he's a, there's no betrayal. Ursula is like, I'm your friend. I'm your buddy. I'm here to help you. And then right as you're at your weakest and you sign away your life, she stacks the deck to make sure she puts the nail in your coffin. That is evil. I yeah. don't know. Like one is like bull evil, and one is true evil. So, but, but they give, my but Red Skull is kind of quarter evil on his father's side. <laughs> yeah. He's still, he, his daddy's called Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> twice, twice removed. Yeah. All right. So it looks like Ursula wins the bracket. I will, You know, one thing I do like about these is like, again, we all come from different viewpoints and you know, we looked at different aspects of what made a character evil in, in different ways. And that, that was... <laughs> extremely enlightening. Yeah, that was. Yeah. That was. So, guys, we're curious to know how your brackets came out. Uh, do you disagree or disagree with some of the uh, choices that we have made? Would be we'd love to hear what y'all think and what what the reasons were. Um, remember, every opinion is welcome on the Magic Art Podcast, and we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a second. 
Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that little bracket show that we had put together regarding Disney villains. And like I said, we would love to hear what how your results came out. So definitely get in touch with us, and this is how you can do so. www.magicarway.com is where you can find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com. You can call or text us at 1-815-MOEKEN. That is 1-815-MOEKEN. 669-4226. That's one of your better setups. That's oh, every time. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm getting better. And, uh, of course, you can leave a voicemail via our SpeakPipe widget on our homepage. And we got a couple guys who do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got our resident comic genius, Eli. Eli, tell them what you got going on, sir. Well, with a Moican name like Sleep Like Dead, there's only two reasons I want to rise myself up from the ground. One is to do this podcast, and two is to draw Ivory Comics. So you know the story is all about the glory. www.ivorycomics.com. Thank you, Rick Swero. Purchased uh, some books there. They should be coming to your doorstep anytime now. You can go ahead and check out the stories for Project Geisha, Fearless, and Geisha Hunt, uh, Pages for Savages. Almost done with that. Holy crap. That is very exhausting work. <laughs> we want savages. It's, we want savages. I'll tell you what. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. The book is, that book is creeping me out. Um, we want savages. We want <laughs> Pencil wise, almost done. But like every time I think of an idea for that book, it actually starts to happen in real life. It's it's is Beijing Chloe in your book now? I will put Beijing Chloe as a spectator in the background. I will I will make Beijing Chloe like one of the one of the in guards the, in, in there. the lower corner of one of your squares. I, I, I will start to <laughs> mess like the words. Waldo, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> where's like, Beijing? Where's Beijing? So yeah, so as always, always appreciate the support there. Facebook.com. You can find me there. Eli H. Ivory. Always looking to be new people. As long as you're a real person and not a bot. Instagram, EIV504. And as always, Twitter, Hancock166 is where you can find me. So again, always support the indie comics arts and uh, appreciate the love, guys. I'm going to go back to my dirt nap now. If you want to book a vacation <laughs> to uh, attend Eli's funeral... Uh, you can do so through Lee of Magical Moments Vacations. You're going to book a trip to my funeral? <laughs> you Moeekins want to pay respects to you, man. That's our next meetup. <laughs> <laughs> well, please make sure to, you know, uh, say nice things. Yeah, second line, just for Eli. There, there you go. go. And, and Lee, you can book vacations to New Orleans, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, let him, yeah, let them know how to do that. Well, you can just come down with me whenever I go. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, give me a call at 413-349-8747. That's 413-DIRTNAP. 413-D-I-R-T-N-A-P. You can email me at lee at magicrway.com. And as always, check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S. What the? It's facebook.com. Slash Lastavica Travel. That's L A S T O V I C A Travel. And if you do that, we'll get you booked up and hooked up with no Lemming Vika. Lemming Vikas. Lemonado. <laughs> totally didn't even say that. Lemoncello. 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 Lemonado. Lemoncello. And if you want to support all of this, there's a bunch of ways you can do so, guys. Click on our affiliate links on our website. You can buy some beignets and support the show that way, just like Kirk did. Thank you, Kirk. Thank no you, sir. Wait, what? He bought us beignets. Hey, good man, good man, Kurt. Nice beignets, thank you. Thanks, Officer Bo Weekend. I guess Boba Fett ain't that bad. 
There you go. <laughs> oh, oh, there's love. There you go. Love all up in the fields. There you go. And you can represent the Malikan Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And please, the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating and review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. Kirk, did you leave us a rating and review? I have not. You have what? not? I have not. That's the easiest way to support the show. Come on. What? Are you kind of... You know, are, that was are you coming. counting writing stuff or just doing the five stars? I've done the stars a couple of times. Uh, oh, writing stuff good. helps. Writing okay. stuff helps. Letting people know exactly so what you can expect. You need to drop the zoo crew personalities that y'all tried to have them be real to who y'all are. Yeah. Right? You remember one, the guy? That one bad review you had. That one troll. That, yeah, that we were putting on it. Kurt, yeah. you've been here a few times now. Are we... No. <laughs> no. Are we pretending on the Magic Army podcast? Is this, no. Do we talk to each other worse when we're off the air? <laughs> <laughs> Just read text over the over podcast. That'll be it. I don't think you can read some of those texts. Nope. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. That is funny. I forgot about Especially that. Especially all of Kevin's... Ga- well, never mind. <laughs> His stuff. <laughs> the, what Kevin posts to Lee is pretty funny. <laughs> it comes from a place of... Love. Love and lightness. In or- Hank Azaria. <laughs> yes, yes. It comes from yes. a place of Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. And yeah, his like Guatemalan yeah, guys, and also remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And guys, we thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us and make us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and you and you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Hour Podcast, so get in touch with it. And I'm dead serious. All opinions are very welcome, guys. So don't be ever afraid to reach out to us. We will never censor you. We'll read your emails exactly as you're written. Eventually, yeah. We got them in the queue, so don't worry. The guys that have written and voicemails, trust me, we'll get to you. We'll, we'll even get to you next week, for sure. At least one of you guys. Just like we'll get to the fly, <laughs> that is. Some. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kirk has his hand up. I What's recognize the representative from Thibodeau. How did you like my uh, intro when you were t- for your turn? Oh, thank you. That was very good. I appreciated that. That was fun. He was talking about the... Um, I thought it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect no less. <laughs> I would expect no less. Yeah, I tried to put the music at the end, and it, it didn't... He said, I, I got it. Cl- that was where I was going, huh? I knew where you were going, yeah. But I was like, hey, look at that show and Kevin some love. I took, yeah, I took care of it for you. So you it sounds did a good, good job. You did, you did well. Did. I pat Very you on the back, but I'm too far. The only thing you screwed up is that you didn't kill the fly because we yeah. made it all the way through the show and this fly is so I know, that fly is us. tough. Yes. He's probably disagreeing with a lot of our opinions. It's taunting well, us. Which is okay. Because you can do that on the show, guys. Well, fortunately, he can't leave an iTunes review. That's right. That's right. But then again, he's a Ken So, weekends, ladies, gentlemen, and flies, we say Quahirini. My name is Kevin. Oh, and I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with talking. Garden of Broken Souls. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italians. You know what what song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it? Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. Hey! Give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, get up again. Oh yeah. You know? Hot tub. What you say now, <laughs> Disney? That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you. Every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs, like Tony Bennett right here, this yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, and boom, bada bing, bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio, bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? Bada-bing.